0: You know what it is The boys on the neck, just
1: talking that bitch And if it felt got the ball in the chat Across the globe, we talking, the no mad. You know they can't play with the kid Come up to Texas, i am see how they live Watch the replay, i am see what it is. did It's tough when you up, come come see what it is You got King, he's a poppin' prophet or oh, he like Neo in the Matrix You got, got Red, the tech god On my Ollie Ali, asked him his greatest Baltimore, the You know that the flesh is not stoppin' We'll double that. That loop, your ass, you're out, you're droppin'. <laughs> Players that's trade, right. deficit, and profit. They're go they gonna take our and they're gonna keep it honest. Numbers, development, that player, progress. Down to the team, up to the front. So, get your seats, gather your comments. Keep it clean and stay on topic. WTM, speak your part. Ladies and gentlemen, this
0: is a glow, y'all.
2: YouTube, Glow Yard Gang, Twitch, MFFLs, podcast listeners all over the globe. I see everybody bobbing their heads out here, man. I guess they was feeling that. It is the boys, man. We back yet again with another one, man, for y'all. This is a unscripted one for you guys. I know it was something we didn't plan, but we just did it at the last minute. It is your boy, Rail and King from We Talk Mads here on the Globe Mads YouTube channel. Listen, man, there's a guy trying to dodge my partner out here, man. It was sick and coughing all on me and stuff, man. I'm trying to... <laughs> Neo, that thing out here. What's good, y'all? King, what's good, man? Nothing much, bro.
3: Uh,
4: I'm a little under the weather right now, but I had to do this for the glow yard. He told me to come out here, Ralph, with a 40-point you know, game in the finals,
2: so I got to give it to you. You feel me? Got to hold it down for you. Say, King, thank you, uh, Dirk, out here in, t- in the 2011 finals. I was going six. more for
4: Michael, but Michael's game wasn't really a flu game, so
2: I guess I'm going to go Dirk. Ooh, hold on, bro. Should I, should I do the... shots? I mean, okay. All right. I'll let you have that one. But yeah, man, listen, y'all. I see who we got on the screen here today, man. We got some special guests. We got two returning, two new, two guys we've been trying to get on for the longest, man. We finally got it going here with you guys. So let me go ahead and introduce them. First, we got the returning, my boy, a pregame god out here, TGK. What's good, man? Man, what's good, everybody? What's good? Appreciate it. Appreciate the invite, man. Man, stop showing out too, man. I'm just tired of you showing out, bro. Man, am I?
0: Man? You got
2: everything looking crisp out here, man. I like that, TGK. I like that. Sorry, and then, of course, I'm man, we got perfect. the exactly. <laughs> and, of course, now we got the return. And we got that boy Any from the Dallas Prospects, man. YouTube channel. What's good, man?
5: Yo, what it do? What it do? I'm ready to talk some nabs on this icy mean <laughs>
2: Yes, exactly, man, exactly And then we got uh, some brand new guests into the building You guys probably know them from 77 Spaces on Twitter, guys Pre-game show also on Twitter Uh, Guys, tune in to these guys, man I I enjoy listening to their show right before the game start I try to listen to them and TJK at the same time, man I got one on my phone and one on my TV, man So we got Rolo, man Uh, What's good, Rolo? Hey, man, thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate the invite. And yeah, we've been needing to do this collaboration
3: for a while, man. So yeah, I mean, you know, I love being up here with you guys. I love talking math. So this
2: is going to be fun. Yes, sir. Man, yes, sir. And we got the second half, man. We got my boy Juan. What's good, man? It's Jose. I'm sorry, Jose, I'm sorry. My <laughs> bad, my bad. I, I apologize. I apologize.
0: You're wrong. I apologize. Restart the whole show. Jose yeah, restart. <laughs> Go ahead, my bad, Jose. My bad. Go ahead, man. But good, good
6: evening. Good morning. Good afternoon. Wherever you're listening, appreciate y'all Absolutely. for joining us here on We Talk Maz. Uh, appreciate the invite. I want to say I love the intro for the the channel and the podcast because I, I listen to the podcast the recaps in the morning so i just want to say i'm thankful to be on the show thank y'all for inviting us you. glad you
2: said good morning too because there's definitely some people here it's morning time for them for some of them who'll be listening from slovenia and other places uh germany is that where us might from yeah yeah but yeah so guys Listen, we're about to get into some map discussions here, guys. I know y'all heard a lot about trade rumors and stuff like that. There's one huge rumor that came out that we're going to talk about here. surrounding one DeAndre Ayton, King's favorite center of all time. He's gonna- he got the jersey already pre-ordered, if he signs. So let's go ahead and get into it, it, fellas. So here's a, here's an article right here talking about DeAndre Ayton. Of course, you know, DeAndre Ayton trade rumors. Make a sitter, son, star later. Is it not right now? So it could be, you know, this summer. We don't know um there was a clip here from i'm not gonna play because i wanted to get in trouble and thing, but yeah y'all can go to rob uh, i'm sorry zach lowe's podcast and he talked talk about it on there i think i heard a little bit of this uh i didn't hear that part but i did hear them talking about the part when they were talking about uh dallas might be looking at trying to trade uh dorian finney smith so um did any of you guys listen to this podcast and, and hear anything about this rumor so uh,
5: I, I listened I listened passively. I can't really tell you um, in detail what they said about Dorian, but uh, I listened to something else. I think it was Shams, and um, basically what he said was um, how the reports came out that like Dallas was looking to move or they're open to moving Dorian Finney-Smith for a, I guess a All-Star type player. It's not they're talking about not necessarily, you know, getting one in return, but it's literally, you know, getting a first round pick to set up for possibly the summertime. So that's kind of that's kind of the stuff that they're talking about.
2: So right here it says a uh, this is from Tim McMahon, by the way too. So if you normally Tim McMahon said y'all can probably take it to the bank, but he says uh he said a name that I've heard around the Mavericks, McMahon says at the uh, hour and twenty second mark he says, and I know, I think that it would have been a later than right now type of situations. I think there is more than likely a down the road conversation. Aiden has a no trade clause this season after signing a four year uh, deal for one thirty two point nine million contract in the offseason. Although McMahon indicated that the center likely would you would use his veto in most situations, which is pretty much obvious. Uh, if it's a team he wants to go to, I think he would veto it. Uh, The 24-year-old initially signed an offer sheet with the Indiana Pacers, if, if if y'all don't remember, as a restricted free agent before the Suns matched the deal. Because I know a lot of people thought that he was going to Indiana, hands down. I, I know I did until the Suns at the last hour kind of swooped in and vetoed that. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, Jose, what are you about to say, though, man? You about to say?
6: Uh, so the, the way that I heard about Aiden – Uh, was one of our, uh, one of my co-hosts, Mons and Rollo's co-host, Jazz, uh, had sent uh, an article. It was highlighted, you know, the phrasing that was used when describing uh, DeAndre Aiden becoming a maverick, maybe down the road. And we we talked about it in our group chat, and today I had heard uh, the Mark Stein and Chris Haynes podcast. Forgot the the podcast title, uh, but they just recently started, and I think they uh, alluded towards the end that that Aiden could become a Maverick uh, sooner or well later. Right? <laughs> so uh, I I don't really like this. <laughs> I don't I don't like Aiden uh, as a Maverick, and I'll discuss it whenever y'all ready. But I I'll go that. ahead,
2: man. What's on your uh, mind? All
6: right, so. <laughs> Uh, just just a couple of uh, I think a couple days or last week uh the Mavericks played the Phoenix Suns uh DeAndre Aiden had 20 rebounds uh, that was honorable that was uh something that I always love from the centers the ability to get rebounds but my biggest gripe about DeAndre Aiden when I was watching this game I had watched it a couple of days after because I was working overtime and whatnot. I fell asleep, didn't care to watch a 9 o'clock uh, game when I had to get up at 2.30 in the morning. Uh, but anyways, uh, you go 6 of 20. You see Dwight Powell have an impact defensively in the paint. You see, uh, shit. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
6: okay, so there was a clip of Fred VanVleet being able to just really rattle his his cage when he was trying to post him up and back him down in the paint and when you have that ability like it was something that I had a, had negatively responded towards when it was KP you see a 7 yeah. foot guy not being able to post up in the paint and just be rattled by either shorter guys or just somebody who's just giving them a little bit of a tough time and DeAndre Aiden is a little bit thicker than KP and to see these type of like moments from DeAndre Aiden I'm like yeah I I can't have that on the mask I want a more traditional center that just does dirty work in terms of rebounding blocking and then they'll go up for a lob here or there I don't need a finesse big uh, to become what, what the Mavericks want them to become because we're kind of seeing that that impact with Christian Wood is that Christian Wood is not particularly a defender. He's showing that he could try a little bit more, but it, it's not really working. I mean, the, the Mavericks defense has dropped all the way down to the 26th or 25th rank, and that was also due to Dorian Finney-Smith, Josh Green, and Maxi being all out at the same time. But you, you see that in some cases, Jason Kidd alluded in two those interviews that it was a layup line. And if we get this guy, DeAndre Aiden, who has shown that he could offensively give it to anybody on any given night, but then you see some of the recordings about, like, Monty Williams and his relationship behind the scenes. And then you also hear about DeAndre Aiden during the playoffs. He was staying up and playing Call of Duty. I'm, I'm sorry. I just do not want that right now with the Mavs.
2: Okay. What's on your mind, TGK? What you got?
6: Man, when it comes to Aiden,
1: I mean, on the surface, you're like, hell yeah. You know, it's a center, get his rebounds you got to uh, run a pick-and-roll with Luka. And naturally, normally, anyone that plays with Luka, they're going to immediately improve, right? I think Luka's gotten all of these players like Brunson, Dorian Finney-Smith. I think he's gotten them paid. Honestly, it's not been kid that's gotten them paid. It's really Luka just being around that guy is going to bring you more money, right, because your efficiency goes up. Your wide-open attempts goes up astronomically. <coughs> I think Aiton would get a lot better shot selection with Luka because of the doubles that are going to come. <coughs> The right under the basket, the easy the easy baskets that he'll get that Kleba misses or that Tim Hardaway misses, right? I think Aiden will avoid missing those kind of shots, uh, but I don't know if Aiden is the type of player that you could put behind a Christian Wood, right? I don't. I still have yet to have that confidence knowing that he can protect Wood on, on the backside. Now, I feel like he can, but it's just I haven't watched too much Suns to be like, yeah, he he can, because then you've seen what. We were able to do to them last year in the playoffs. I mean, Luca was just exposing this guy one on one, and that's a six foot seven, six foot eight guard. And and what uh, Jose was saying about Van Fleet, if Van Fleet's doing that, then there's a lot of concern there. But again, it's like, where where are we going to get to the point? Like, dang, we don't want a you know a, a number three, number two option in, in the scheme of things. So it, it gets really tough because it's like your our roster's already depleted as it is from a, like a, a high talent perspective because it's not like we're top heavy, right? We're just, we have one top player that's up there and everything else is kind of just meddling in mediocrity, right? So it's just like, imagine if Luka did have a Aiden with him. Imagine if Christian Wood became that solid, solid, solidified number two too, like official, right? So I don't know. I, I like the idea of it. And Jose made a really good point. And I'm just like, I know we've seen that KP thing struggle with, like, little guards. Mm-hmm. Um, but also I can see how Luka can improve Aiden that much more. It just depends what the, the entire deal is, right? Is Are All you right. telling me we're going to, in the summer, if we don't trade uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. and Bertans, do we trade that and a first to get him? Then I'd be open to it. But it just depends what the package is.
2: All right. What you got, Rolo? What's on your mind, man?
3: A couple of things, man. Um, so I'm conflicted about Aiden, right? So um, – we have a a, a a real um close friend of ours named Chico who's from the Bahamas you know where Aiden's from right and so he's told us himself that that um Aiden is uh he's not a worker right so to to what Jose was talking about how he likes to play Call of Duty that was like he's not he's not in the gym he's not the one trying to you know do everything he can to improve his game right so he's doing whatever just to get just to get by so i don't know if i like that For, you know, like him for that. But on the flip side, right, I just think that he's just not happy in Phoenix. I think they they disrespected him. I think that he felt, you know, disrespected because he was the number one overall pick and he felt like he should have gotten paid without any question. So maybe if he went to to a different place, maybe he could become the worker. Maybe just getting around other people that are workers, you know, maybe that would drive him to become a better worker. But to TGK's point, I think that it really just depends on the package, right? So, I think a lot of the trades that we're going to talk about tonight, I think it's all predicated on, on what we're sending out, what we're willing to give up, what we're willing, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I think that's, that's going to be the biggest thing, but yeah, I don't know, um, that was my biggest problem with Christian Wood, right? Christian Wood had a reputation, you know, I mean, I think that we all, you know, heard about his reputation. Since he's been here, he's been on his best behavior, He's he's trying to fit in, he's saying all the right things. He's doing, you know, he's making the right moves um, to want to stay or or whatever is going to happen with him as well. But the biggest thing is we don't need multiple knuckleheads. We have the ultimate knucklehead in Luca. You know what I mean? Like, Luca is, look, I love him, man. He's a great, great player, but he's still a kid, right? He's 23. He still has some maturing to do. So you have to have him try to mature, then Aiden try to mature. And, you know, (laughs) there's just going to be too many, you know, maybe the coaching staff. Up, can coach them up. Maybe not. Who knows? But yeah, it's going to be predicated on package. It's going to be predicated on what what the plan is. Because I think that that's going to be where I would go with, with all the trade talk and, and everything with the Mavs. The Mavs for years now just don't seem like they have a plan in place, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's where I want to know, hey, you know, what is Nico's plan? What is Jason Kidd's plan? Because we... We know Mark Cuban's plan is just to save money. That's what he's about. He's not trying to pay the tax. He's going to have to pay it no matter what this year. But, you know, mm-hmm. but yeah, man, that's we'll, we'll see. We'll see what the package is. I'm not opposed to it. But at the same time, it just depends on what we're giving up. You know,
0: uh, what, what you got any?
5: Well, I'm opposed. Well, i will going to say opposed, but I have a couple of questions about it.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: Right. So let me get y'all's opinion on on DeAndre Ayton. Um, is he a player that? you can give the ball to, let him work, and he'll get you buckets? Is he that type of player? Okay.
0: King thinks he is.
5: King thinks he is. TGK, what, do you, what
4: say uh, you? Let, let me – wait till I get to my part. Just I know. don't – I got I'm talking. I'm talking to real. All
1: right. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. TGK, what say you? Uh, I think in certain situations, we've seen him do it. So, it's just – I don't know what it is where he falls off, and like the fact that Dwight Powell was able to shut him down, and I ain't never seen Dwight Powell shut anybody down the entire year like that's a
2: <laughs> red flag. You right? like, saying you're saying Dwight Powell not a lockdown defender? What are you talking about? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> people,
1: yes, uh, it's just like I've seen it, but then like what the heck was that? You know, was, uh, yeah, yeah. the inconsistency
3: is the, the issue. Yeah, Rolo, what, what say you? I mean, he can get buckets because I've seen him do it. You know, now it just again. How does it fit with the Mavs, right? Because, I mean, Luca's going to have the ball the majority of the time. So is it going to be a situation like Jose was talking about where we're going to have to feed him the ball like like we had to do with KP to get him involved? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't... Yeah. So I, I think that he... I've seen him do it on in Phoenix's system. I would have to see it, how it would work with, with the Mavs. But, I mean, he can get buckets. It's just a matter of, you know, feeding him to get him the buckets, you know? Ho-
5: Jose, you're... What say you?
6: Uh, short answer, uh, yes, but there's some inconsistencies.
5: Okay. All right. So the reason why I asked that, because this is the thing that I believe the Mavericks need to do in terms of when they're looking for their number two next to Luca. They need to find someone, in my opinion, who, who can shoulder the load of the offense when Luke, to a point where Luca can rest and our offense not completely fall off or we can have Luka be off ball, off ball for more than he already is. Because my goal is to get a more rested Luka at the end of the games. And so the person that I want to bring in um, who I'm looking to bring in has to have those traits that will allow me to be able to do that. And I'm not going to sit here and say DeAndre Ayton is that, um, or isn't that because I haven't I haven't seriously watched him to that point. I know from what i saw from last year, it didn't seem like he was that guy. Um, it did it did to me seem like he was a little inconsistent. Is that really quite something I want to see uh, from my number two? Because here, <clears throat> one of the things that you know I've I've been saying about the Mavericks is you know in the in the era of of the dynamic duos when we when we finally got past the the big 3s we went down to the dynamic duos the Mavericks have always been far behind in terms of the rest of the league in terms of people who aspire to be contending with their number twos right we have an a plus number 1 perhaps top 3 top 5 player in the league our number two guy is perhaps one of the worst we have teams that are tanking I probably have better number twos than we do and so on and so forth down the roster you take Luca out this roster we are we are in the race for women women yama whatever his name is so um i say all that to say i'm not sure if i want to bring deandre anton in if, I, if if we were to use our big swing on him i'm a little hesitant i want to bring someone with a little bit more track record Um, I want to bring someone who's a little bit more reliable, who has, you know, some work ethic, um, like Jose Rolo said, uh, about him, you know, playing video games instead of, you know, working on his craft. That's something that, you know,
0: um,
5: you know, that's, that's something I value. Um, I try to look past the, the narrative stuff because I know, um, Narratives can change with location. Sometimes, when you're in a place where you don't want to be, it's very hard to to go the extra mile, right? Uh, we've seen narratives get destroyed. We saw that with Jimmy Butler, terrible teammate, whatever, whatever. Came to Miami, very awesome teammate, and ended, ended up leading them to the the finals in the bubble, right? Um, so that narrative shifted. We saw, you know, Christian Wood. We all saw everyone who was, you know, a Bad locker room guy, or whatever, whatever. But if you're if you're consistently going to teams that are not just sucking, but literally towards the bottom of the league, it's very hard, in my opinion, to to get up for games. So I don't want I don't want to use that the uh, the narrative that DeAndre Ayton's not a worker. However, the thing that makes me more hesitant is he's not consistent and we saw games where literally Dwight Powell held him down, and for a number two, that's not something I want to see. If he's coming into the map, it's not.
6: Especially but I am looking forward to looking the Oh, no, sorry. Uh, I, I didn't mean to interrupt, but well, you especially, it, it, <laughs> especially when that guy is making 30-plus million. He's yeah. on a max contract, and uh, you're looking to make, Thirty-two, maybe thirty-five by the end of his stint here. So mm-hmm. that that's the biggest concern right there.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, essentially, I he's the
5: number he's a, he's essentially the number two guy in uh, Phoenix right now. And with uh, what Booker hurt, what are we seeing from the from the Suns with a better team around their guys? It's not a point. whole lot of success. So is that someone you'll want to spend? The assets on. Mm-hmm. Let's hear with someone who, who would probably want to. In King Kings, so I'm actually. What yeah, say? yeah. Go ahead,
2: King. What you got, man?
4: I strongly disagree with y'all. I strongly disagree with y'all. I think if the Mavericks has a chance to go up to DeAndre Ayton, they should do it like not now, but right now, as Rose says. Um, I think if you bring DeAndre Ayton in here, he's probably the best center the Mavericks have had like ever already. Off top, um, I think 15 points, 12 rebounds is enough when you DeAndre Ayton. I think you're overthinking it. I think about the deficiency the team have already. The team needs somebody that can rebound, stop possessions, somebody that can defend at the rim, somebody that can score at the rim. DeAndre can do all of them. I think when he comes over here, I think it'll be a different change of scenery. I think Jason Kidd will get him the best version he can be. Uh, I, I, I just, like, especially if you can keep a Christian Wood beside him. I think, so the issue isn't Lucas staying off the court. It's Lucas' workload being eased up while he's on the court. So if you have a guy like a pick and roll between DeAndre and or a pick and pop with him and Christian Wood, either or being on the floor, I think that's an amazing combo. I think if you if you started a lineup with those two, uh, Dodo, Josh Green, and Luca, you can get Luca make double and trap Luca. You pass the ball to Josh Green. He can play a pick and roll with the same two or do what he's going to do either one of them. I think it's like I, the the piece of the Mavericks is not offense. It's like I always tell Rowe. Uh, ending possessions and stopping somebody at the rim. DeAndre can do both of those. He already can do them well enough for Phoenix. If he can get even better with us, I think he's worth it. I think you go right after him. I think that post up stuff is stuff KP wanted to do. A lot of players don't want to post up. I know Luca loves to do it, but even Joel Embiid is talking about not posting up. Uh, Dwight, I don't. I don't think Dwight Howard was considered like soft. He didn't. He didn't post up. Like, you don't have to post up, I don't think, to be a player that's not considered it's just a different NBA. So if he's not asked to post up and you're telling him to just pop or just roll, as a DeAndre Aiden guy that's going to get you 15 points, the big man, and like I said, 12 rebounds, I have – like, that's amazing, especially if you can keep Christian Wood beside him doing what Christian Wood is still doing because – and plus, he, right now he's a number one on the team, I think. Like, Chris Paul isn't a number one or number two right now. He's fell off the earth. Uh, since we got rid of him in the playoffs, uh, that whole Dwight Powell stopping DeAndre and then we watched the white Powell in the playoffs last year. Let's stop playing. DeAndre is just not playing this year and not wanting to play for the Phoenix Suns. He didn't want to go back there. He thought he wasn't going to go. And it is what it is. They're already talking on the bench and all. He doesn't want to be there at all. Now, he may not have the work ethic as other players. That's fine. Uh, like Luca and all we know, he has great work ethic, but he's sometime a diva. But I just think, like I said, if Christian Wood was said to be that type of guy before he came here and he came over here and did all the right things and Jason Kidd was able to get a lot out of him like Christian Wood, I think you guys are underrating him as a defender as well. I think he did the best he could do with the lineup that they had out there and all the players they had. I think he was a big reason we won the game against the Lakers defensively. Uh Like, I think he's had defensive moments where he's been huge defensively for us. Uh, getting what he had, like, a, it was eight, nine games in a row when he had two, over two blocks rough. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Something like that. So he was, on, he was on a roll, and then right after that, gave you the five-block game against the Lakers. So I think he just doesn't, hadn't played with the whole consistent lineup or knew his role from the beginning of the season to actually be seen as that. But his defensive numbers are actually good. Christian Wood is one of the best as far as analytics, as far as going at him and attacking him and him stopping points at the rim. It's just the issue of the other guys just not playing their role and maybe guys actually becoming a uh, falling off of cliffs a little bit, i.e. Uh, Reggie Bullock i.e. Dorian Finney-Smith, like they're just getting older after running 40 minutes a game in the playoffs last year, getting exposed a little bit on his defense. But I just think DeAndre Eaton, to go back to him, would be an anchor in the middle, like something the the Mavericks just don't usually have other than a Tyson Chandler. And then what Donaldson back in the 80s, like the Mavericks never had that. You get him an anchor out here, somebody that can stand in the middle, stop possessions, and finish at the rim easily, like it'll make everybody else a great defender as well. Like not just like Luca Doncic will look better defensively, especially if you have Christian Wood and DeAndre Ayton together. I think you can get rid of everybody else, get rid of the first round picks, and then build from that that five man lineup. I just said to you, and you'd be okay with that. I don't think because Luca being the A plus plus player, like we say, you don't have to have guys that are A plus plus beside him. Like DeAndre Ayton and Christian Wood are both like can be B plus players, both of those guys, which makes it like a big three in a way, or even like a big two if you want to. Kind of like the way Giannis is with Chris Middleton and uh. Drew uh, Holiday or whatever like they're not Chris Holli- Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday aren't considered like A++ players they're just seen as decent all-star uh, line players or whatever like that not even all NBA players so you get Luka these two guys that can help him hold it down I think it'd be perfectly
2: Yeah, <sighs> uh, everybody has some great points man let me go ahead and touch on a few things uh, I'm probably the opposite of my, my partner here we talked about this yesterday uh, I'm, I'm leaning more towards Jose, what he said, but I'm probably going to touch on probably lean further more than what Jose said. So to be, I'm just going to say straight up. I told King is just that I think, I think ain't as soft. I, I said that, um, you know, you've seen, you know, we, I know King brought up the fact that, oh, he doesn't want to be there, but we didn't hear about him not wanting to be there until last year. He's been there five years. Right. So that doesn't exclude the other four years that we didn't hear anything about him not being there. So, we can make the excuse of him not playing hard or whatever for last year. And sorry, no, I'm sorry, not last year in the playoffs because they have the number one seed and we didn't hear nothing about this. So from the playoffs to now is when we're starting to hear, Oh, he doesn't want to be there. Right. So, like I said, that doesn't exclude the other four years that he was there. You know, and like I said, it's the inconsistencies. The guy is making uh, what Jose said. He's making what 30 some plus million. Now, you, you talking about a guy making 30 some plus million. We're talking about a guy that is a true superstar level player at the Chris site, Bush. the same issue that you said, what he's Chris Bosh. He's Chris Bosh.
4: But Chris, Chris Bush. You, Oh, would you say he, so you say he's better than Chris Bosh. I didn't, I didn't say he's better than him, but what I'm okay. telling you right now is that he's never been able to be number one. He's been Chris Bosh, but my, my thing is,
6: I, was a
5: mother. Not he, he he over 20, a game in Miami. That's but he When he was in Toronto though,
4: but I, but okay. But I, it's different roles though. Eight, never been a number one yet. He he's, number, he's number one now.
5: He's number one now. Number
4: and, now. And, and they're fighting for and they're fighting for a playoff spot as a big man, as a number one. Like okay. Shaq couldn't it do it by himself. Kareem okay. couldn't do it as a big man. Y'all like big men can do that. Big men can't do that. That's what big men never I, do. I'm sorry. Can, can, continue. No,
2: no. He, you got anything else you want to add
4: so I can give myself? He, he's he's fighting with 500 right now, and you're saying Christian Wood can't win one game without Luka Doncic, but we're talking about him differently. Okay, but go ahead. Continue.
2: Uh, one was the number one overall, and the other one wasn't drafted. But, yeah, so, like I was saying, um, so you're talking about a guy, that, like I said, inconsistent. You were the number one pick. You're supposed to be one of the faces of the franchise, and we're yet we're having these talks about you. But everybody else behind you, the, 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 the Lucas and guys like that, we don't have these type of talks about you. You know what I'm saying? You're talking about a guy who they're questioning his work ethic. They're questioning his work ethic. Now, mind you, you've been there five years. These, these rumors about him not being able to do his work ethic or not wanting to be there was only started in the playoffs and, and now. That doesn't exclude the, the first four years he's been there. So I'm, I don't want to pay a guy who's inconsistent. You're questioning his work ethic. And to me, looks soft, paying him 30 plus million a year. Because we just had a guy in here not too long ago in KP who we had these same questions about. You know what I'm saying? And like, I don't think the difference was he couldn't stay healthy. And like I don't, I don't want to be paying a guy. I don't, I don't look at him as a number two. If you're paying him that much, I don't see him as a number two. I'm, I'm sorry. Is he solid? Yes, he's solid. He is, but I'm, I don't think he's worth what he's been paid for and being a number two on this team. That's my opinion. But what so you gonna right, say, again? Right. Go, hey, go ahead. I don't, I oh, don't. Fifteen. Right what do right.
4: y'all want from a center from the Mavericks? That's all I'm asking. Like, so if we had, if we had Tyson Chandler right now, you guys wouldn't be happy. Why not? I'm very happy. Yeah. Be very Hold more. on.
2: Matter of yeah. fact, somebody, somebody, just, somebody in here just had – I just saw a comment in here, man. Let me find it. I can't find it right now. But this guy anyway, had a great point.
5: I would be very happy with the Tyson Chandler type on this okay. team. But Tyson, yeah. Think a Tyson-Chainer Tyson-Chainer Matter of
2: fact, there, didn't, you know? me and you just well, talked about this a couple of shows ago, King. We were talking about uh, the boy from Utah, the center from Utah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's well, a very so- – oh, But the center
4: from Utah, Kessler's not better than DeAndre Eaton. I didn't – I mean, Nobody said He's he was not. better than DeAndre Eaton. Okay. So what?
2: But – but you saying you you talking about a Tyson Chandler type of center? They have the same sensibilities together, right? Are you defense and rebound? That's all we want you to do: play defense and rebound. What's our main What's our main issue right now? Defense and rebounds. So you don't think the only play
0: defense?
2: I just say he couldn't play defense, but for you want to pay him thirty plus million? He's a great
4: defender right now. How much? How How
2: much is Kessler getting paid right now? I know he's a rookie, but how much he getting paid? And yeah, he oh, has, he the, does he does has a, a, the same type of impact.
4: I don't think we watch watching Suns games. Maybe DeAndre Hinton is not a bad defender at all. No, no, no. Like, no. who said he was, was a bad, bad defender? defender? Hold, on, hold on, he's not a bad defender. First and, first and foremost, and secondly, like if he's a Maverick, he pro- he's probably a top five center in the NBA. If he's a Maverick, he'll probably be a top five center in the NBA. Is he, no, he worth thirty million, King? Yes, he will be. The same way, the same way, JB wasn't worth thirty million. The same way, Christian Wood not gonna be worth his money. Okay, at some point, you got to pay your money and stop being cheap. The issue is you got bad contracts. It's not about paying these guys their money. DeAndre should be paid thirty million dollars. Well, That's a regular max contract So number number three on the team on the team leading to the championship. Yes, he should be worth thirty million dollars.
3: I don't All think right, so. so. Go ahead, Rollo. Yeah, go something ahead. I wanted to add real quick. I'm sorry to mean to interrupt you guys, but uh, thirty million is is whatever now, right? I mean the 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 salary cap is going to go up, right? So thirty million, $30 million is going to be, you know, maybe it's going to be a cheaper contract you know moving forward so like you know Aiden right now is locked in to 30 or whatever 30 32 34 36 whatever it is so maybe at at that point in time you know if you trade for him then maybe you're gonna get if he comes to the match like uh, to King's Point right if he comes to the match and, and he uh becomes the a better player here because Jason should gets the most out of him because Luca you know playing with Luca you know maximizes everybody's value right? um Then maybe he becomes a quote unquote steal, right? We say we're looking at it in a vacuum. As a thirty million dollars is a lot of money. It is a lot of money. I'm not saying it's not. But like, like I said, in what two years is when the negotiations go up with the with the what's it called the, CBA? Yeah, the CBA. So you dude's know, the making, money's in blood. You know, so go ahead, Keith. I'm just saying, dude's making
4: sixty right now, Rola. Like okay. it's getting to the point where guys are making six. I think Joke is making sixty, right?
0: Yep. Point like that. Now,
4: Damian Lillard making like sixty mil, like thirty million, you gotta you gotta pay guys their money now. And I just don't know what so what do you guys think DeAndre has to be due to work that thirty million for you guys on this team? What's the numbers you would be like, okay, DeAndre and give me this.
1: Can I, can I point yeah. out certain things uh, statistically that he's giving you right now? No, he's giving he's giving the son seventeen point eight points per game about 10.1 rebounds per game and 0.7 blocks per game, right? And that's not one to play. Mil. And that's not wanting to play and, at 30 mil. And then you look on the other end, right? We got a, a Ford that only played 42 games and only started 17. And he's averaging 18.4 uh, points per game with 8.4 rebounds. And he's averaging over 1.3 blocks per game. And we're thinking paying him four years 77 million right exactly no yeah. hold, hold up.
4: no no he's not going to get paid that the tgk the issue is that he, they're not going to pay him that he's going to wait and probably try to get more that's get what more. i'm saying so
1: it's like christian Damn. wood worth 30 million right now is he not y'all just that's what i'm saying nobody no, no, would no, pay no, man i would pay him
4: the same no, way way I'm I'm paying, gonna... i would pay jalen brunson last year you got to pay him yes that's or that's let true. him go
1: much rather than four the, and let him go
4: then like, and let $70. him go and then wait wait for the next guy swing for the next guy we're going to keep swinging for the next we're go
6: going to Jose can like, you you asked a good question you said what do you want from uh DeAndre Aiden we just heard his stat line mm-hmm. but right now i just seen an alert of Walker Kessler who put up 17 and 14 and he's on a rookie deal uh yeah, Nick Clark game though Nick Claxton, right now, he's borderline Defensive Player of the Year, and on his rookie deal, and like I want my center to be borderline Defensive Player of the Year, and DeAndre Ayton okay. is not in that conversation. Okay. okay, so that's so
4: that's so that's what the center has to be. So any center we get got to be borderline Defensive Player of the Year. Yes, you begin because, that much, Because yeah. okay.
6: like if you you talked about Tyson Chandler, when mm-hmm. we look at that 2011 Mavericks team, you had a lot of defenders around him. But if you do get DeAndre Aiden, you're probably sending out Dorian Finney-Smith, you're probably sending out Josh Green, and you're probably sending out Jaden Hardy and then maybe another asset on top of that, and along with three other first-round picks. So right there, I just named Dorian Finney-Smith and Josh Green, who are probably arguably your best defenders, even though Dorian Finney-Smith is not looking like that. Josh Green certainly is, though. But you're trading all of that in a package to potentially get DeAndre Aiden. And if DeAndre Aiden is not playing defensive player of the year, defense, I, I'm not sure I could rock with that. I don't I don't think so to uh, give you a rebuttal. I don't think
4: Tyson Chandler was exactly defensive player of the year that year he won, he was there with us. They gave it to him the next year or whatever, but he was on second team, so that was BS. But what's we'll up, talk about that another day. Um DeAndre Ayton, though, it's it's more important to have a defensive center than it is wings, just in general, in my opinion. Um, if you got a guy that's a defensive anchor, you make everybody else around you better. Dodo and them had to play gimmicks. It's the reason KD called them out all the time, saying, "Hey, guy, you can't play me one on one and all that," because that's not how Dodo and them play defense. They play on gimmicks. So if you got to get rid of guys that play gimmicky defense on the wing to get a guy that's an anchor in the middle, other guys, Luca will look better on defense. Like everybody, especially if you got a Christian Wood beside him and all. I just think. Especially if you can keep a Josh Green. Say you get rid of Jaden Hardy, you get rid of everybody, you get rid of Spence, you get rid of everybody, but you somehow keep Christian Wood and Josh Green. I think that's a, that's a good enough lineup, as I said to you DeAndre, Aiden, Christian Wood, uh, whom, whomever, Josh Green, and Luke Doncic. I just think my that's. Question.
1: My, my no, bad,
0: King. Uh, uh,
1: do you think we're a little bit jaded um, when it comes to finances because of? Mark Cuban and how yes. deep it being yeah yes' do you think that impacts the way we assess yes. players and contracts well i I, I kind of differently
5: um so my overall my overall thoughts on on DeAndre Hayden is not necessarily it's not necessarily that he can't play or he's not good or he wouldn't be a good fit on the team uh essentially how I look at it is the pri at the price that we're getting him i feel like. Can we get someone else at the fraction of the cost? Because that leaves us able to get other attributes that we need that are harder to find and oh. and use our assets to get that. It's not necessarily DeAndre Ayton is trash, or I'm not trying to say that, right? But if we're spending three first-round picks to get someone who's, whose production is being rivaled by guys who are on rookie deals, mm-hmm. guys who are, you know, late first round, second round picks, mm-hmm. right? The way I look at it, right, if I could get if I could would you rather use your three first round picks and some, you know, your, your top talent on your team outside Luka to get DeAndre Ayton or to swing that to get a wing who can create that's probably not excited about his situation because in the nba literally there's a star every year that is not happy about a situation that's looking to get moved right so mm-hmm. the problem is we every time that's happened we have never had any resources to even have a foot in the door when that happens now we do now we're having three four five first round picks. now we might have some salary cap filler right
0: Mm-hmm.
5: So, would you rather get that wing or whoever that can create for himself and then swing another deal for, like, a Daniel Gafford from Washington? Right? I, don't, I don't want Daniel
0: Gafford. We no, talked about that. that. <laughs> Someone who's probably but not, we see what you're saying, though. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead.
5: as talented as the, No, nah, we hear Deontay, what you're saying, though. Go ahead. But he can give Bro, us you some of the things that we're looking for that uh, DeAndre Hayden can't provide, but at a far lesser price mm-hmm. you know what I mean that's that's where I'm coming from it's I really is where, that, where we're at right now in Dallas is very crucial and we cannot excuse my language sorry uh, up. YouTube we can't yeah we cannot f this up yeah. right because if we f this up we, we can't we can't do a Minnesota trading five picks for no. Rudy Gobert Look. You know? if you and he let me do that now we're, we have lost Luca in the, in the future you know,
4: let me let me come back to yours now the like I think about the Zach Levine thing all the time as far as getting a bunch of picks and going for like him but I think about it as well as what we go so it's more than just the other player it's what you're going to have to give up as well so I think if we give up like a if we get Zach Levine they're probably going to ask for Christian Wood like you feel me like I, that's what I'm thinking they're going to say hey if you if you go ahead and wait for the offseason and go for DeAndre and you may not have to involve Christian Wood, which then makes that a double, like big man lineup behind you. Like that's what I'm thinking about. So, I, yeah, you could go for Zach Levine or that type of player. But like, what is the OG Ananobi and Obi going to go for? What's his contract next year? Next time he gets a contract, going to be what you think? Is he going to be worth it? Uh, is is
2: he already uh for for three first
4: rounds, so you can just imagine. Y'all saying DeAndre Aiden ain't worth it. I'm saying is OG and an Obi gonna be worth it, whatever his
6: contract's gonna be. OG will will absolutely be worth it. And the reason why I say it is because it's a wings league. You yeah. look at a lot of the superstars. A lot of the superstars are wings. Uh you just even one. one.
0: the best it's players so- in the
4: NBA are big dudes.
6: Yeah, it's only two though. Yeah, it's on, it, well, Giannis, Giannis, Jokic, and Embiid. Well, yeah, Giannis. But, but like, Giannis is literally one of the best two-way players in the league. Jokic is one of the best point centers in the league. Uh, Joel Embiid, he's a 20-10, and and, you know, he's just with James Harden, which I think that pair is going to eventually burnt out. But Joel Embiid does good in, in what he's able to do, but that's literally the... Top of yeah, that's, that's top five in the league, but then you start to get to Luca, which is basically a LeBron James, and then you got LeBron James, then you got KD, then you got Steph Curry, team. then you have uh I'm trying to think who else. You got you got, you got the Tatums, you got the John yeah, you got, got Jalen Brown, like Jalen Brown yeah. wings right there in your they top are. ten. Let yeah, me, me ask y'all this. If
4: KP if KP would have done what he did right and was efficient with it,
6: would y'all be fine with paying the money he you gave to him? For for KP, it, it was it was a lot about him not being able to set proper picks for Luca as well. Uh, that's something that Luca is very like pet peeved about. If you're not setting a hard screen for him and you're not rolling and rolling hard, he doesn't want you as his starting center. Uh, JaVale McGee yeah, <laughs> but I mean if he did it Jose
4: if not even the picks I'm just saying right. just you as a mad fan if, mm-hmm. if he would have gave you his numbers he gave to you and was shooting like 50% and 40% from three would you have been okay giving him and being healthy I'm sorry let's not yes, saying, yeah, let yeah, yeah, being if he was being healthy giving you the numbers he gave to you efficiently would you be okay with paying him $30 million
0: yeah
6: be, well one it, I always say this is not my money but two also like he, he would be a player that, that is producing very well. And then also we, we had to think about like KP was an all star, uh, when we traded for him. That was something that the Mavericks were banking on and getting in return as an all star, but he just wasn't consistent. But in this case scenario that you just laid out, he does give you that production. Yeah. Of course I would have been on board with keeping KP. Huh. I'll how
4: far is how far is DeAndre Ayton from KP's production with the Mavericks?
1: I, I think with where Ayton is has his potential peaked at the same time. Why
4: like, why why would it? It's after five years if Luca hasn't.
1: But it's 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 a thing, it's like, all right, it's all his stats have been very similar. That hasn't he hasn't it's had good. these performances where he's completely carrying the team by on his shoulders, right? He's been number three, guys. I know. I know. And and look, I'm not even knocking the the idea of having him here at all. I'm not. Like, if you could get him for uh, crumbs, like for Bertons, one first and ThJ all day, sign me up. But the idea that we had to give up so many firsts and on top of the idea of, you know, first is, you know, currency in the league, as uh, as Roe always says. And we're 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 debating whether we should send a first to go get Zach Levine. I mean, why would why would we give three? And on top of that, and you know, and a I thing.
2: wasn't debating that. No, and then on top of that, we, we talked about this, right? <laughs> we talked about this on, uh, yesterday and the day before. It's like, look, we've had so many missteps with the Rondo trade, with the KP trade. Mm-hmm. Like right now, you have to make sure with this trade. I, I feel like if you make this trade, we already don't have a full cupboard of, of assets and all this stuff already. So without the talent, the assets, the, the, uh, the picks and all that stuff. Bro, you have to make sure that whatever move that you make that's going to be on that level, you have mm-hmm. to you have to be damn near sure that it's going to work or you're going to end up like Minnesota.
4: And I, You're right, but I'm saying to you, how close – I'm asking you guys, how close is DeAndre in the KP's production? I mean, KP with far the Mavericks?
0: On. Yeah. KP with
4: yeah. the Mavericks, KP with New York, whatever KP you want to include. How yeah. close is DeAndre into it? Yeah, it's not in the that bubble, far. he ain't it's close. It. Okay, you're saying bubble KP. That's that, that's, that, yeah, that's That's literally unicorn. That's yeah. a unicorn. That's a unicorn. you right. Nah, obviously he, nah, he ain't bubble KP. He ain't <laughs> K-P bubble KP. He's not bubble KP. He's literally a unicorn right there. Yeah, that, that, that was KP <laughs> right there. Other than, other than that KP, though, <laughs> how close is Like, efficiently, isn't he more efficient than KP? TGK, you're probably looking at his numbers right now. Yeah, because KP, what not KP like 40? Yeah. Uh, KP's never been 50. Five, that's what nah, I'm nah, saying. KP. He's a 50% guy shooting like 17 a game, 17 a <laughs> 10 in one on 50% shooting. As a number three big man that doesn't care. Can you – like, I'm just – if he was here in this system where he was actually able to show his, his 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 worth and actually be with Jason Kidd and all, I just think we get the best version of him. Like, we've gotten the best version of everybody else. that's been that's under- the t-
2: only thing that I will bank on.
4: Like, he doesn't Jason have to post Kidd. up. I don't need him to post up at all. Like, I don't need, need him to post up. Uh, is he a great uh, rim runner, though? He, he hey, runs KP, for Chris Paul?
1: KP is giving you 22 points per game this season. I know on a losing team as the number one. The the Suns are kind of a losing like team right, a now. right now. Well, the the Suns aren't as bad <laughs>
4: as. Hold on, hold on, listen. Hold on. You're comparing. So KP is <laughs> right. the number one that's getting to do bad stuff on a number on a team that's that's horrible. And DeAndre Ayton is still fighting for a playoff spot. And you saying, well, we're going to say like that doesn't mean KP having a better season. KP's playing for a loser, yeah. and he's still not efficient.
6: I, I honestly, he's doing the same KP stuff. I honestly think uh, Kyle Kuzma is the number one in Washington. Yeah, you go Kyle Kuzma we, better than KP. And, and Kyle Kuzma is the wing, just putting. <laughs> That's it, fine.
4: That's fine. I'm talking about KP, though, Jose. If, if
6: I'm
0: not, talking about KP, not Kyle not, Kuzma. Bale,
4: I'm, I'm talking about KP. KP production is what twenty two right now, and not under ten rebounds again. Still around eight rebounds. Wait, where do you
1: have to rebound? TDK. Uh, he's at eight point eight. 8.8 uh, rebounds, eight point eight rebounds,
4: still under 8, 8, 10, ten rebounds. That's what I'm saying. Like, boy, and, and did, he can
1: spread the floor. That's another thing too. DeAndre
4: he can spread the floor, he's not a three point shooter.
3: Well, the other thing, um, King also is we had KP here, right? Well, regardless of what it was. And he didn't he never rebounded at that clip or whatever, mm-hmm. right? So if you like again, to your point, right? I mean, just trying to give you the benefit of the doubt, what you're talking about. You know, if he was here, maybe he would play. You know, like you said, he, he wouldn't be expected to be the number one. Luke, we all know that Luca would be the number one, mm-hmm. right? So, as long as he could be a solid number two or even number three, if we, like you said, if we had Christian Wood still here, right? Christian Wood, Luca, and and Aiden, that that could be a pairing. Again, I go back to what's the package, right? So, what are we giving up? If we're giving up three first round picks, Dodo and and Josh Green and Jaden Hardy, I'm not down with that, man. That's way too for me. So- Personally, that's that's way too much. Then you got
1: more holes you got to fill. Would you, would you get
4: ones. would you give up two though? If in the off you got two more to go get another play. I mean,
2: yeah. That I mean, that, mean that means that if if you if you Sam King, what I think you about to say, you saying flip Dodo? and didn't get that extra, I'm saying I mean,
4: get an extra one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We'll, like go
2: we'll, get your extra one and then go play.
5: Because we'll we'll have up to four if we if we denounce or whatever the protection on 2023. three, mm-hmm. That means we will have 25, 27, 29. So we have about three. And then we can flip a player, for, I guess, number one.
3: But New York would have to play ball with that, right? So they would want something. To They're not going to let you just renounce the, the – Well, the, the, you know, Rolo, well why would New York? Take but,
5: away the protection so we can get – Yeah, the, New York New York would want the protection away yeah. probably. But but yeah, if it happens so, this yeah, offseason, it wouldn't matter. matter. Nice. But the top ten, they still get it.
4: If it happens this off season, it wouldn't matter though because it would
2: fall off either way. Right, right,
0: right.
2: And then, so, and then we talk about that too—the fact that, like, you know, you hear those rumors about them wanting uh, Reggie Bullock. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll look out for you if you just take that protection off. You know what I'm saying? That's, That's that. what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Would, would you guys give two though? Would you give
4: two and a half, two more for somebody else? Another quality player that can play beside them. Two yeah. and what else? Uh, any. So if you got to keep Christian Wood, Luca, Josh Green. Okay. Yeah. So that means we are shipping Spencer Dinwiddie And Dodo, maybe. Damn, you, you let you let Spencer go? With it? I let Spencer go. I, I think we can get I think we get a Colin Saxton and all to do Spencer Dinwiddie's role. Not maybe to the same yeah, extent, I, but like somebody like that to come be off the bench and play that role for us. Yeah. I'd rather have in the middle though.
5: I'd I I rather a, the I'm more willing to get rid of Spencer Dinwiddie than, than Christian Wood, to be honest with you. I feel like we can get more back for Spencer Dinwiddie.
4: We already have Spencer Dinwiddie. we have Luca. Like, I need Josh Green. He's the wing defender, right? Then I'm just thinking about the team in general. I got my stretch guy with Christian Wood, and I got my anchor in the middle with uh, DeAndre Eaton. Like, we just build
1: around that. Can can we jump into that uh that crazy uh, trade deal on from ESPN <laughs> today?
2: Oh, man. <laughs> hey, TJK, yeah, go ahead and yeah. go ahead and read it off, man. Go ahead and read that uh, that trade off, man. Oh, crazy. okay.
1: I, I got you, man. So I don't know how to pronounce this guy's name to, to begin with. It's like O H M. So I guess this
0: Oh. Home. Home. Home.
1: So, yeah. So I was watching this this video right, and I was like, oh, okay. ESPN talking about the Mavericks. Like this is a good day, you know. This is my trade ideas. This guy would be a good idea. So this guy said, I'm proposing. Like he said it with the most confidence, and that's what really threw me off the amount of confidence he had. Like he just found a deal for us, right? He mm-hmm. was like, Bo- Bojan or Bojan Bogdanovich, however you pronounce his first name, right? He said, just him traded to the Mavericks, and the Mavericks send back Christian Wood, a 2027 first and a 2027 second. I was like, in what world?
4: Yeah, <laughs> what were I don't know when bogey bo- 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 became net ridiculous. Yeah,
5: we, got, but. we got older, we got less assets. <laughs> so, again,
4: another guy though they didn't give him a up first up to up get him mid- in yeah, the there. first. But Rel, another guy is putting up numbers,
2: better numbers, creating numbers on a bad team. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean he's that dude. You feel what I'm saying? Like I don't Bruh, take remember we talked about that, right? We're talking about the fact that. You know, it's because there's so many teams trying to buy. People are, the teams are trying to take advantage of the teams, right? Like, yo, if you want this guy, you got to give me 18 first round picks for this 15th guy off the bench. It's like, mm-hmm. what? I mean, like, when I you got him, I mean, you didn't anything, give a first round pick for him. So, what, what, are, you, what are you talking about?
1: Anything, y'all you know? need to send us first for yeah. sending you wood. You know? Exactly. Back yeah. to Detroit, but. Bruh, have you they, not seen the way Wood play this year? Like we—they are to
4: undervaluing be. Christian Wood. T.G.K. all over the media and all. Like I understand I that he doesn't have to be the greatest thing ever, but like they're treating him like he's a nobody. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I
2: don't. I think I think I a lot. of that has to do with the Mavs too, man. The way they use yeah, it, the Mavs I mean. treating him like that. Uh huh. Yeah,
3: wasn't well, his contract right? So he's a free yeah. agent. this season. So well. well. I mean, there's no, he can sign with he can whatever balance. team again. We could have another Brunson situation here. Yep. You know? So. You get that wink, we, wink, wink, wink though from Christian Wood. That's what you <laughs> got to get
2: that wink, wink. So <laughs> we talked about it too, man. The fact that, like with Jalen Brunson, I was, we, I think me and King talked about this on a couple of shows ago. We were saying the fact that Dallas, what they do is, it happened with Dodo, it happened with Maxi, you know, it happened with JB. Just backfired. The fact that what they do is, they wait to the trade deadline. Let's see what we can get for you. If we don't like what people are offering, then we'll extend you. Mm-hmm. They tried to do that with JB. JB said, Nah, I'm just going to wait to the offseason. And of course, like we said, it backfired on us. Yep. And we're scared that the same thing is going to happen with Christian Wood. Now, mm-hmm. yeah, if I was Christian Wood, no, I wouldn't accept the seventy-seven, right? But for mm-hmm. us not hearing Dallas offering it, yeah, yeah that yeah. kind of had it kind of raised a lot of questions. Like, so yeah, what? What is like? I think Rolo. I think you mentioned it. Like, what, what's your plan? Like, the Me and King talk about this all the time. We, there's no direction. There's no plan. Mm-hmm. We need to understand really? what. What are y'all trying to do here, man? Because. Y'all get mad at us as fans for speculating because we don't know what to go off of. We're only going by off of what moves or whatever that you've made in the past and trying to put the piece together ourselves to come up with an idea of what we think y'all are trying to do. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And so with uh, with the whole, you know, Christian Wood thing. Yes. Do I want him to stay? Yes. But if we can get something in return to help us, you know, get better, I, I'll take it. I'm a bit, like King said, I don't want, I don't, I don't want it to be to the fact point like we're just getting crumbs back for him. You know what I'm saying? Because like, nah, like the dude is very efficient. Like you said, when he's in the starting lineup, he's giving you, uh, you know, twenty and damn near ten in like two blocks a yeah. game or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you got to get something back in return. Like I said, if Bargy on these guys can get two furs, so we heard OG, you know, commanding three or four furs and all that stuff, bro. Like, can we get something for him if you're talking about doing it? But if not, let's go ahead and We're resign. We're
1: scoring Van Fleet. Yeah. You know
2: what I'm saying? We're so we we we'll, we'll,
1: we'll we'll score scoring the little guards, you know? Yeah. Like
3: KP. Mm-hmm. Every
4: trade I've seen, it's like we got to attach a first round to the Christian Wood. Mm-hmm. Well, I think
3: that also has to do with the, the Go Bear trade, right? So the Go Bear yeah. trade thought, yep, everything up. Up, you know, yep. everything all all over the place. Everybody thinks that. And then the other thing is the play in, right? So as long, especially in the West, we got a uh, shout out to a friend of ours named KP. He calls it the mid <laughs> Because everything is mid, you know. The Western, oh. the Western
2: Conference is mid, you know. So hold on, hold on, hold on, roll yeah. I gotta, I gotta do this, man. I gotta have to go do this. He, the first one Kenny Shots. All right, go ahead, man. Go
3: ahead. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, it's just the you know the Western Conference is up for grabs, right? I think the was it one or two or three games separates from eleven Fight. seed all the way to, up the to four. four, up to like three or four. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, everybody still believes that they're in it. You know, and so I mean, I think that that's the the issue is that everybody's valuing their players too highly. You know, uh, we, we I know we're doing it as fans for the Mavs. You know, we think that you know, like we we're talking about, Christian Wood is worth you know whatever. You know, Josh Green is worth is untouchable. Everybody's untouchable, right? Until it's time to trade. So let me ask you guys this question then: mm-hmm. Would you guys take back what would be con- perceived as a negative asset to uh, gain assets? Where do you guys stand on that's that? That's a great
2: question. Somebody asked oh, – well, shout out to Atlanta Analyst from uh, We Talk Hawks. He asked us that on the last show. He talked about the fact that, remember, that's how we end up getting Bertons on our team, right? Mm-hmm. We wanted them with it, but we had to take on that Bertons contract. Mm-hmm. People also don't remember when we got KP, we had to take on that Tim Hardaway contract. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And so – um, like, uh, are you talking about to to
3: like get back picks and stuff like that? To get back picks, yeah. To get some I'll to start building. Oh, oh, okay. You know, yeah. To start building, building not necessarily play a player, but I mean, you're gonna have to move a player, get a player, whatever you have to do. Like, I'll just throw in a for instance out there, right? Let's say that they're trying. Um, or we work with Miami, which I would absolutely hate. Oh, but let's say like, you know in the Robinson contract. I knew it. I knew you it. know, but mm-hmm. to get like. To get a, either like a young player like Jovic or a or a pick or something, would you guys mm-hmm. be in it? I mean, I, again, that's just an example. Don't shoot the mess uh, in here. No, no, we—that's we that's the hardest that, example. Yeah. But uh, Ninety
1: mil, you know?
2: Yeah, up. that hurts.
3: It hurts. But if we can move Bertons in the process, right? That's a that's a contract was hurting. Yeah, us, <laughs> too in the process. Of, <laughs>
0: can't hear you, King.
3: Can't, can't, can't hear
4: you. I'm sorry. i Am I muted now? I was just saying, we get another Bertons though. <laughs>
0: yeah, with yeah. two more years, like, with more contracts. Yeah,
4: yeah like yeah, so I, yeah. I wouldn't do that unless it's unless it's a one or two year rental thing, uh, right, right. So say if like the person had like one year left, like I said, a Russ, uh, a Russell Westbrook right now, or like a player that had two years where next year he could be tradable to get uh, something where we would have we get maybe a draft pick or something to return and take that on. I'm fine, but like I'm not like I like I like Jovic, but he's not swinging the needle right now. Like right. Lucas too advanced for him, I feel like if that right. makes sense.
3: No, so, no, it makes perfect sense. The reason why I asked is because again, we're the, I was talking about the plan, right? What's the mm-hmm. plan? So if you guys are are going, because I mean, I, I'm going to bring up a phrase that everybody hates, right? Cap space, right? The cap space deal. You know, if we can have cap space, the Mavs have had cap space before, and then never did anything with it. Right, so if you're going to do trades and try to get cap space and then never do anything with it, then what are we doing? What's the, you know? So I, I'm just trying to see what the plan is. Again, right. you know, what have a direction, right? So hopefully Nico and and Kid and and by extension Mark have have a direction that they're trying to go to, man. Because the the thing about it is, like I think somebody mentioned it earlier, we're on the clock with with Luca. I, I hate I hate mentioning all that other stuff, you know, that relates to that. But I mean, Lucas, you know, yeah, I mean, he's his contract is still for a couple more years. But I mean, if he starts getting unhappy about what the Mavs are doing, and let's be honest, man, and hit in this build when they could have maximized <laughs> hit, you know, the time because he was on his rookie contract, they didn't do nothing with it, you know? So yeah. that's why that's what I'm talking about. And we said that too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Go ahead. More, <laughs> I, I
6: wanted to touch on the, the boy on trade uh with, with Christian Wood, oh, yeah. oh, with Christian Wood, I'm gonna myself and I just, I, I just want to say this: like, we should not be giving up a first round pick for Boyan. He's 33 years old. Um, say that one more time. How old is again? He's 33 years old. Mm. Um, okay, gotcha. I, I understand what Boyan is as a player. He's able to create his own shot. He's able to play make here and there. He's able to dribble down. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm trying to be <laughs> <laughs> He's able to dribble a ball. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is we can't be trading away these first round picks for a guy who's probably going to put us in a position to get out of the first round. Yep. Uh Yes, we made it to Western Conference Finals. Yes, that was one of the best times to be a Maverick fan. But the thing is, when you look at Golden State and you looked how they basically stomped the Mavericks, you're like, oh, wow, we don't have enough players who could dribble a ball. We yeah. don't have an, uh, that center that we all want who could rebound and just block and, and do the basic things that a center needs to be able to do. I well, mean, yeah. uh. We also needed a guy who could just create his own shot, but we're not getting all of that in Boyan. So why are we trading a first-round pick for Boyan? Uh, and then also, if if we trade a first-round pick, okay, well, the team doesn't necessarily change too much or just add in another vet player who could do some of the things that fills in one hole, but yet we still have so many other holes to fill. And And then we also need another point guard. I mean, um, we only have Dinwiddie and, and Luca right now. And then Dinwiddie right now, as it stands, is, uh, what, one in one with, with the mask? As, uh, no, one in five, one in six without Luca, as opposed to Jalen Brunson, who's able to, you know, at least be 500. Right now, Dinwiddie's not even able to carry the ship. And that's because we need another point guard. But, this uh it, it's just tiring hearing about Boyan being on the mask for a first round pick and people are just like he absolutely moves the needle in which way bro yeah, exactly <laughs> Mo- moves it exactly. down exactly moves it down what
4: <laughs> we gonna give up we gonna, what we gonna give up Boyan if we give up Christian Wood for Boyan I'm, we are gonna, gonna lose athleticism and all it's gonna be Boyan on the wing slow with Luca, like Man,
1: no way. That's that's
2: weird and crazy. We, we got it. we have to get some find some way to get younger and more athletic, man. Around the, man. We can uh-huh. find a way
1: to trade Frank and Pinson and see what we uh-huh. can get out of that deal.
2: We
6: need Cam ready. ready. Came ready. Uh, a plan. Uh some some people are not gonna like this and I understand because at the end of the day, Luca has all the power in the world. But Luca also has maybe realistically two and a half years left on his contract before he could ask out. Yep. So what I've been saying uh, and some people have been saying as well, is like you sell high on what you can. Uh like Spencer Dinwiddie absolutely has value right now. Yep. Uh you talk about a, a player who's shooting forty percent from three, who's able to create his own shot and who's able to set up the offense here and there because we all know he's not an exact true point guard but you know, he could work on the Clippers. He could work on the Bucks. He could work on several of these title contending teams who will probably say, hey, we'll give you a first and we'll probably give you, you know, an expiring deal or whatnot. Because, um, Dinwiddie next year, he's, um, expiring and there's no guarantee that Maz are going to be able to re sign him because right now, as it stands, we're in the luxury. Uh, with Christian right. Wood as part, part of the reason. The oh, go ahead. I
5: was going to say, how is the been so ass with their finances? ask that question all the time. We're guys
1: and getting no benefit from that on the finances. <laughs> bro, we, <laughs> you, we need to a, a – uh, schools need to study that, JaVale yeah Yeah, I said before.
6: Well, you had a guy who was in the front office for 40-plus years, and – they didn't do nothing with with finances. Uh, I mean his, his job was primarily the cast space and He created some here and there, but there was no real market for Dallas because nobody really wanted to come and play for the Mavericks uh, the main attraction cities are New York LA Miami nobody really wants to come to Dallas and when you think about how Mark Cuban has constantly been pitching, uh, plant powder and such, it's like, why are we still going with the same rhetoric? We've seen that it doesn't work. At this point, you got to be self aware and say, well, we got to build in house. And one way you build in house is you draft. You, yeah. You draft and you sell high on what you have right now. Like, exactly. like Dorian Finney Smith could potentially realistically go for a first round pick. Like I said earlier, wings are real valuable in this league. If you give Dorian Finney Smith up a potential first and you know, maybe some young player as well, like a Jared Vanderbilt and um you package him up with Malik Beasley as well, mm-hmm. I-, I would I would be okay with that, but that's me. (laughs) No, I've seen it
2: man. I've seen it
6: It it might be a little bit difficult for for the fan base because everybody's going to be like, oh, well, if you get rid of Dorian Finney-Smith, you're getting rid of, you know, Luca's homeboy. Well, Luca couldn't even get get Dragic on this team. And Dragic is one of his best, like, like, dudes. Dragic is one of his mentors. And we still couldn't get him on this team. So at this point, when do we stop caring about these relationships and start saying, "Well, yeah, look, yeah. nobody really wants to come to Dallas. We need to build in-house.
1: My laptop overheating while the fire is
2: spinning, bro. I'm telling you, listen, man, I, you, you you're preaching, bro. Me and King been talking about this for I don't know how long, but we've been talking about this, right? And I remember, I don't know if y'all remember, years ago, this is like early Mark Cuban, when he said he didn't even take, he didn't want to take the draft serious. He said that. He was like, yo, yep. we keep drafting the back of the draft so it doesn't matter. And I told King, I brought up the example of the Spurs, right? The two teams with the most wins in the 2000s were the Mavericks and the Spurs, which means that you're going to beat the Spurs were drafting in the back of the draft. And what did they do? They took the draft seriously, which led them to five championships. Yep. We didn't do that. because Oh, we're not drafting the best. So nobody's going to be good. And yet I'm rattling off all these players in the NBA who are like all stars and superstars and all NBA players who were at the back of the draft. If you just took the draft series. Now, I, I give them a problem now. They're taking it a little bit more serious now under Nico. But in, in uh, previous years, they, didn't, they weren't doing that. And that hurt us. Like I said, when, once you emptied your cupboard, you had nothing to restock it, man, because you weren't taking the draft series. I always use the example of the Lakers. That's how the Lakers ended up getting Anthony Davis. They kept drafting, drafting good players and all that type of stuff. You start packaging that, and then you can go get you an Anthony Davis or somebody like that. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, any other team who've done it. You know what I mean? It's like, I I just, I wish Dallas, man, like I said, it's all about the whole plan thing. And and you're right, man. Like, the fact that, you know, it's, we we talk about this so many times with this team, the fact that, like, you know, they don't want to, they don't want to let go of certain players, right? We talk about, you know, White Powell getting 155 different contract extensions. Maxi mm-hmm. Kleber getting 155 different uh, contract extensions because he guys are great locker room guys. Mm-hmm. You know, White Powell is a community guy. Ooh, look what he's doing for the community. He's, everybody loves him. He's, he's so smart, and everybody just loves being around him. It's like, but what does that get you, though? You've been with the same core for five years, and what has that gotten you? Literally, Luca literally had to go Super Saiyan 5 just for us to get to the Western Conference Finals last year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? With this group of guys that y'all continue to keep holding on to and giving contract extensions to. Like, you extending Powell and you extending Maxi, but you let JB go. You let Tyson Chandler go. You let Karan Butler go. You know, the, the list goes on. All these talented players that y'all are letting go, chances are you're going to let Christian Wood go. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, that, that's why it confuses us. Not Now, me I've been a mad fan my whole life, man. Since his birth, I've been a mad fan. So I've seen the ups and downs, and I'm I'm for the team. I, I love the players on the team, but I'm for the team. Mm-hmm. And if you were to tell me that we can trade the white, I'm Dodo for a first round pick, I would do that in a heartbeat. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I like Dodo, but if you're telling me you have a chance to not only you can either trade and get that access to get that a- asset to get younger with that first round pick. Or like King said, you could take that first round pick and add that to your treasure to go get somebody else and come in and help us right now. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how I look at it. But this organization, you say, what they got to fix their mistakes. Yeah, listen, and I know I know Nico is doing that right now. I'm I'm not saying Nico's not doing anything. He's trying to do that, right? Mm And I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's because you know he has his hands tied a little bit with Mark Cuban. You know, I know there's a rumor going around that Mark Cuban might be broke or whatever the case is, right? <laughs> you know, I, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm not touching that part, but yeah. I'm looking at it in the vacuum as a team. You know what I'm saying? Because we've seen the same song and dance. We saw with, with Dirk. I told, I told King this a few shows ago. Uh-huh. I said, man, we have the same issue with Dirk. He just we luck, lucked up on a championship, and because we lucked up on that championship, now Cuban can hold it over our heads. You know what I'm saying? It's like. Hey, man, I don't think I like this roster. I need to do this and that this. Oh, up, championship. championship. It's like, but, oh, okay, yeah, we did win that championship. Come back later. Well, you know what? Hold on, man. This, this guy don't feel the team. Up, 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 championship. It's like, well, damn. Oh, oh, okay, I guess you're right. We did win a championship. But after a while, as the further you move away from that championship, it's like, yo, hold on, man. I don't like this roster. It's not fitting together. Up, oh, championship. Now, get that out of my face. We need to get this roster fixed because Luca wasn't on that championship team. Mm-hmm. This is Lucas' team now. So whatever negatives y'all are causing for this team, that's going to fall on Luka. You don't hear anybody criticizing uh, Mark Cuban in the media other than the us here in Dallas. You know what I'm right. saying? They're criticizing Luka. If Luka does not make it to the West Conference Championship this year, they're not going to say, oh, well, Mark Cuban didn't put a better team around him. They're going to say, well, mm-hmm. but Luka didn't do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, like, that's that's why I say, like, you you have to come – like, Mark Cuban need to have a plan, bro. Have a plan. Don't just go off the cusp, man. It's just like, okay, now we're going to do this. Like, no, have a plan of what y'all want to do. Like, how, not, do you want to rebuild the media? Not only will the media
5: blame Luca, they'll also try to, you know, will his will their way to him to go to like some other, team.
0: yeah, that, that's yeah, what, they're already trying that, they're already, yeah, doing they're doing that, that. now, yeah, they're, 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 they're trying to push
3: it already. But they're going to, when Christian Woods doesn't sign, go ahead, I'm yeah. so. oh, oh, sorry, ahead. sorry, yeah, no, no go ahead, You hit on real quick, man. So, you're talking about two different players that have two different temperaments, right? So, Dirt you know, man, we know, we, we love him, appreciate him, everything that he did, everything he stood for for the Mavericks, right? But he was never that type of dude that would push the front office. You know what I'm saying? Like, he never did it. He never wanted to get involved. He would take, man, he would take discounts. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, he did everything that he could on that end to try to um do what he felt he could, you know, right. to try to help the team out, try to help Mark Cuban out. They didn't do right by him. Right, mm-hmm. but Luca's not Luca's not Dirk, and I think the quicker that everybody realizes that, you know, everybody gets onto that game, they're gonna realize that Luca's not gonna wait around like Dirk did. Dirk kept the Dirk. Dirk. Dirk also, you know, was on the team when Mark Cuban purchased it, so they kind of came mm-hmm. up together, right? right. So they, it's just a different uh, situation all all the way around. Right? They went partying together all now. over downtown yeah. Dallas. Yeah. That-
2: yeah, no, he no, heard nothing heard. Too, Rolo. you know, another yeah. thing too, Rollo. You know, another thing too about that. I think King brought this up before too. You have to remember when Dirk came in, nobody expected Dirk to be who he was. That's what I was, the going to right here, I was like, There's a lot of pressure on Luka coming in from the gate. He was he had a chance to be the number one pick. People yeah, still look is. at him as he's a number one type yeah, pick, type player. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But, and especially what he's doing when he, as soon as he came into the league. So it's more pressure on him than it was for Dirk. Yeah. Like, yeah, don't, don't, don't disrespect me. Love Dirk. No, I use this is. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like,
4: wrong. Luke, is, Luke is a proven winner.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: So, like, I, I, you use an example, right? I think King brought this up before, too. Like, with um, Damian Lillard, right? If Damian Lillard doesn't win a championship, is anybody killing him? No. So, if LeBron didn't win a championship, folks was going to be killing him. If KD didn't win a championship, people were going to be killing him. Well, you know, it, it's, it's different levels you, to it, right?
0: Either way,
6: yeah, it's,
2: exactly. More. You know what I'm you saying? Know. So,
0: Whatever. if.
2: Yeah. If, if Luca doesn't win a championship, I'm guaranteeing you people are gonna kill him. If Trey Young doesn't win a championship, nobody's gonna kill Trey Young. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like he's 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 in that tier with like a Damian Lillard. Like, oh okay, he's good. You know, if he gets one, that's cool. You know, it adds to his legacy. But for guys like Luca and them, that's on that level. Yo, what what are what they saying about Yogi's right now? Yoga, you gotta get a ring. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, what are yeah, yeah, they saying
2: yeah. about Giannis? You have to get a ring. Mm-hmm. Luca's on that level. If Luca does not get a championship, bro, that falls on Luca. That's a fall on uh, Mark Cuban for not putting a better team around him for. You know signing the white pal for the 85 different uh contract extension. No, it's gonna fall on Luca for not carrying the white pal in his tenure, so yeah. Honestly, I guess,
3: yeah. Why do you guys think that the media doesn't cover Cuban, the you know, the rest of the media? Like, I mean, I say we're, we're people would call us like new media, right? Podcasters and people that yeah, are doing new media. And stuff like that, right? We're technically new media, right? Mm-hmm. But, why do you think the the remaining you know um, or the people that are around it or that cover it or even nationally that cover it? Why do you think that they don't give him or why do you think they don't harass Mark Cuban as much? Because I I feel like he should be. I, I think only in the last couple of weeks where we heard you know what was it uh, Jalen uh, what's his name uh, was talking about how Brunson how the Mavs had Brunson oh uh, Jalen Rose yeah, yeah Jalen yeah. Rose had Brunson I mean the Mavs had Brunson. And I think somebody else has been just started criticizing, but overall, I mean, Mark Cuban has escaped so much criticism for his lack of putting a good team around Luca you man, know, and I,
0: Yeah, it's just weird, man.
3: Yeah, it feels
5: like if it feels like a more low key owner it would make sense, but no, mm. the fact that it's Mark Cuban, he has his own, his own show and everything, very outspoken. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
4: If it when Christian Wood leaves, it's going to be Luca Doncic's fault.
6: Yeah. Mm. Uh, to to answer your your question, Rolo. Uh, when when I heard the Knuckleheads podcast, like these two players didn't even play for the Mavericks, but they're they're revered at, at what they heard about Mark doing in the locker room in terms of building a like a gaming console, putting that in the locker room, mm-hmm. just upgrading the locker room overall for his team, and then when people. Would go in there, they'd be like, oh, you know, this is what you do. And then that was cool. And then also, like, Mark Cuban is giving, like, financial advice. So, like, even a Spencer Dinwiddie. Because uh, Dinwiddie talked about it, like, when they were blowing a team out, they just basically went on and talked about, you know, finance, crypto, and stuff like that. So, I think Cuban, in, in his own way, has generated these friendships financially as opposed to kind of like genuine uh it might be genuine as well but cuban has has this influence and then he's also a billionaire he's also very open he, he talks to fans here and there so i think when it comes to the media and and their attempts to talk about Marty, they feel more of a emotional attachment to Martin and for us it's easier to speak out against that because some of us don't have that emotional attachment to Martin we we don't know him for who he is but we do know what's talked about when it comes to a headline like when he's calling uh, Kenya Martin a, a thug or he's saying how he would wear a, a lock his doors and stuff if he's seen a person wearing a hoodie across the street you know that's that's inner stuff, but it's also up to the people who are in Dallas to cover Mark better. Because yeah. uh, a yeah. lot of the radio stations, all they fucking talk oh,
0: about. <laughs>
6: sorry. <laughs> 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 but all they talk about is the Cowboys a lot. Because yep. this is a football city. This is the Dallas Cowboys. But at the same time, the media needs to get better here in covering the Mavericks, because you can't have Dirk and Whiskey and then still be like, oh, well, the Cowboys, let's let's go back to Dak and Jerry Jones and all that. No, let's talk about what Dirk did. He hit 30K in the game. Like, he mm. set a, a record, he, you know, and then you have Luka Doncic who puts up the most historic triple-double, and then in, on the radio, it's like, oh, well, Luka Doncic. Uh, yeah. Sixty, twenty-one, and ten. Mm. Uh, okay, yeah. we'll, we'll talk oh, about yeah, that for five. Sound
2: like one hundred five
0: three. Right, <laughs> and then, <laughs> exactly. exactly. I,
1: I would love I would love to add to to what uh, Jose was saying there because uh, as a someone that's lived in Dallas, right? Now that I moved away, which I'm gonna go back. You better bring you come back. back. What the hell? I'm I'm hoping. to. I'm waiting on come this uh, control. Mm-hmm. Potential thing to go through, right? But yes, um, that's been one of my biggest gripes with the local media is uh, one on five three fans specifically. They never talk about the Mavs. And then I'll call them out on Twitter. I'll call them out on Facebook. I follow some of the radio hosts, and they're you know I uh, think uh, one of the guys he's always like, well, it's about the numbers? It's about the numbers." I'm like, "Well, I mean, well, yeah, y'all are obviously um, associated with the guy they make the numbers."
2: Yeah, you make right.
1: the numbers, but yeah. So, and and I get all of that perspective, but also to layer it on another end, Mark Cuban and the Mavericks have been the most successful franchise sport team in the city of Dallas since I've been alive, right? Uh, or since I <laughs> figured out that I like sports and I like, you know, in nineteen ninety nine, two thousand, when I became a fan.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so I missed all of the Cowboys Super Bowls. I don't know what those things are. What are those? Right? Like. All right. You know, so the the only thing that I've seen from a successful team in my city has been the Mavericks, uh, the Rangers got close, and the Stars, right? The the FC Dallas got close, too. But the, your Stars and the Mavericks are the only ones that have brought some kind of hardware. And the Mavericks are just that lovable franchise in the city that, yeah, probably Mark Cuban has gotten a lot of wiggle room. Yeah, he's had a long leash from from the local media, but knowing where we're at now, knowing that it's been over 10 years since we won the championship, knowing that, all right, we we growing up now, we have higher expectations for this team versus the Cowboys. Like, if we lose in the playoffs, I don't even care anymore at this point. When it comes to the Mavericks, it's a little bit different. It's like we have one of the greatest potential players, potentially, one of the greatest players on our team right now, and we're just like – it's like, uh, oh, we'll have another one, you know, and – I don't like the mentality of it. I don't like the, the lack of urgency behind it. I don't even like the, the lack of due diligence from the team that they're, that they're doing. I don't like it. And so because of that, like, I I, I try to use my platform to put that out there because in, in addition to everyone else here, you know, because the local media ain't going to do it. So it's like we need to speak up for our team because it's it's not just about Luca. Like, yeah, I would love for him to be successful, but I, it's the Dallas Mavericks person. Mm-hmm. And if we're successful – Luca and Turner successful, and then we have championships, right? And that's the ultimate goal. We're toxic.
4: <laughs> we're toxic. Yeah, we're no, 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 we put money in his pocket. <clears throat> it,
6: it's funny because uh, the people who say Matt Twitter is, is toxic, they be the main ones who are on there, and using that as a source to create content. I mean, uh, we're we're all content creators on our individual platforms, and it's mm-hmm. like if you let social media dictate how you feel in, in a sense where, oh, I can't be on there because it's too much. It's, it's like, uh, I mean, I understand because mental health is a priority. But at the same time, you can't be complaining about, oh, Mad Twitter all day, every day is just toxic. Well, you're on there. you on Matt's Twitter complaining about Matt's Twitter.
2: <laughs> like,
6: it don't really make
2: sense. Let me go to this restaurant that I don't like and tell them I don't like them.
6: Exactly. <laughs> oh, just don't go to the restaurant.
2: Let me keep ordering this burger that is undercooked. Yeah, exactly. And then tell them I don't like the burger when I order it. It's like, <laughs> no, um, man. mean, no, we, I, I hear some good points, man. I just, like I said, I've been a fan since uh, the Ross Perot days, man. Uh, I just, Damn, you know, you nah, want nah, nah. nah. Wow. Yeah, man. <laughs> man, it's yeah, Ross, man. Wow. This is Ross Perot yeah. Jr., man. Uh, you know, it's funny. I thought about the, uh, this the other day. Do y'all remember when Ross Perot Jr. sued uh, Mark Cuban? hmm And I was sitting there thinking, like, maybe he had a point for suing him. Because the, <laughs> the the lawsuit was that he was mismanaging the team. hmm And, of course, that was around the time we won the championships. He so he's like, oh, I won the championship. But it's just like – now I'm thinking about it, like, he might have had a point, bro. He might have had a point because you was out here mismanaging his team right now, man, the way you putting it, you know, constructing it together and all that stuff. So. Uh,
4: bro, I got, I got one play I want everybody's opinion on. What you guys think about
6: James Wiseman? I, I would buy low on him uh, just yeah. because there is a development factor there. <laughs> I mean, he's not getting a lot of time in Golden State. Golden State, in my mind, is trying to win a championship. And when you have, like, Curry, Clay, and Dre about to be on their way out of the league, I mean, I feel like the Warriors are probably going to make a move at the trade deadline because they're closer than the Mavericks are. And it's crazy to think because you look at the standings and you're like, well, the Warriors are still in the (laughs) back, And the Mavericks are right here in the middle, but – just, Shoot, I think the voice ahead of us oh, now. Uh, I it? think so. Oh, okay. Well, it might be like a, like a half a game or Maybe something like that. Is, is. Yeah, oh, something okay. like
2: that. Well, they we lost tonight too, so I mean, I don't know okay. Oh, it might. So he might be back down as under then. Okay, yeah, I think they were like half a game ahead of us or something like that. But uh, hey, y'all, you want to get into some of these uh, these trade machine uh that that people sent us? Well, you said Wiseman, right? I um, mean, yeah. 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 Oh, I'm sorry. You yeah, go ahead. I'm right, just
3: gonna share really, really quick. Um, you know we Golden have a championship State, of- in eighth and Mavericks are in fifth. Just
5: throwing that up there.
3: Oh, okay. They oh, okay. lost. We have a championship mm-hmm. caliber center that that we can send back for him if they, if they want to take McGee off right. Oh, right. Yeah. He got he got,
2: a, he got a few he got a you few things. I
3: mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They play
4: good. Yeah. He
5: did play good for Golden State. Yeah. <laughs> I think James
4: Wiseman can be what I just said. All that stuff
3: about DeAndre Eaton, for the low. I think that for the low note. I think that he could be better than Eaton, to be honest yep. with you. You uh-huh. know, just give him proper time to develop. And you know? he, I,
2: they didn't use him right. I told King, I, I feel like they were trying to use him like, uh, like what's the poor name that he had over there? Um, what was name, uh, King? Andrew Bogan. Thank you. You're trying to use him more like Andrew Bogan, and it's not his game, man.
3: So the so only thing that would give me a pause would be his injury, or whatever his yeah. injury history is, you know, because I think that that's the reason, that's the other reason that he's been having tough time, you know, with his development is because he's been rehabbing. Most of the time that he's been over there, so I mean, and, and
2: it's about consistency too, man. You yeah, know what I mean, yeah. Like that's, what, that's for any young player. That need some mm-hmm. consistency to build. So
4: that's why you do it on the low, though, because it's still it's still like uprise there. He can actually still get better, I believe, I, and I think he would. I think playing with Luka, I think he could play pick and roll and pick and pop. Mm-hmm. So, and he got a little spin move as far as in the uh, in the paint when he gets the ball. So but
1: I, you I a like it to death. <laughs> yeah,
0: and you that's know
1: when uh, any? when Eni uh, said. Uh, Ain't you been a fan that long? It got me thinking of this. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly what I was going for. Yeah, so TGK over there
4: showing uh, gifts and all. I know, right? Yeah. You know, you, had the the one early, you know, like, you see that? Hey, he he got, got his own little, like little it, thing set on. up. With the, you know, yeah, know, show I like this. I I like this.
3: I'm over here at the kitchen table and stuff. You know
5: what I'm saying? Yeah, I have not put together any trade machine stuff, but i like to hear some. Yeah.
0: Bring okay,
2: him. so uh shout out to what did I say his name was King Seventeen Joe seventy six uh sent us a few of these man and some other people too. Don't so ask me what um, his name is, calling people Jose. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, King. Uh let's see. So the first one we got here, man, is uh oh, the Mass and Frank Nilakina uh going to the Suns for Damian Lee. Straight up. That's who it. was the who was the uh, ones? Mass sent uh Frank Nilakini to the Suns for Damian Lee. Oh okay. Mass was good, but why okay. would it why was the Suns do it? Yeah, why
0: would yeah.
2: the Suns yeah. do it? That's why I was going with that. Yeah. The Suns, uh well, Damian Lee's making one point eight, of course, this is last year, and then Frank is making two. This is last year, so Yeah.
6: And and let's say keep Frank at the three and D position like he's supposed to, and not turn him into the point guard that <laughs> uh, say, say that one more
2: time. What was that again?
6: Uh three and D position. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as opposed to the point guard that the Damn, Mavs that are
2: trying to
6: make them. Who said this? Like, said
2: this? Nico and uh, it, Mark Peter. else said the same thing?
6: <laughs> it's actually not that bad of a deal and because they also have Dre Crowder who wants out. So I, I think that would be a you know just a little move for the Suns and they give the Mavs some type of depth at the point guard position. I like it. I like
1: it, too. Hey, can we do Frank Pinson? Um, yeah, noise
0: of the truth. Let me stop. you I'm
4: really
2: listening to, like, what are we about to sleep.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you want Jay Crowder, too. That's what you're
1: trying to get in TG. Yeah,
0: guy. I was trying to find a way
1: yeah. to make mm-hmm. a way to get Crowder I'm as well. Like something in to get a Jay Crowder. All right,
0: man. We Who would you
1: guys one. trade
4: first, Jaden Hardy or Josh Green?
1: Uh, Depends um, what we're going to get back. If we're going to get back a player that's, like, a number – Two, like a score party. If we're getting back a player that, like OG, you will to get rid of Josh. He says what Green does, then yeah, Josh.
4: Are there a lot of players that can replace what Green does?
3: I mean, yeah, there, there, there are. Uh, There's the most green, green has, that, that, green the, has logo. the Green has the added wrinkle. Let me start, drink. let me start <laughs>
5: drinking, dogs. <laughs> <laughs> green has the added wrinkle of being a, you know. A, Really good playmaker, actually. He's he's the, I mean, he's the he's the second best playmaker on the team, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of someone who can play defense, shoot threes that are probably at a higher clip than than uh, Green, and also probably create for themselves, I'm sure you can find someone to plays. Somebody for the low? Probably not for the low, because that's a high value. That's a that's what high that's value what uh, traits you have. Yeah, That's what I'm saying, and, it,
1: and it, it's crazy saying that versus what we saw last year. Like, shout out to Green for turning it around. Man.
5: Yeah, he had it last like, year. Yeah, she I was, I was last year. I was all in for playing uh, Frank before Green because mm. I was just at that time Frank was just a more useful player. Um, you know, able to at least be competent in shooting a three. I guess, I guess Frank um, played too
1: many minutes too.
5: Yeah. And Frank
4: never got the minutes. Ro, Ro wanted Frank to get those minutes, too.
5: <laughs> Last year, yeah, I wanted Frank to get those
4: minutes. No, nah, it should have always been Josh Marie. Mm. Not in it the playoffs, dude. Not in the playoffs. No, 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 no. So not in the playoffs. You guys are right. But he should have been getting them earlier so that we could have seen him in the playoffs. Away, That's so. true. Yeah. Okay. But okay. when okay. it came
5: to the playoff time, remember, because what's his name was hurt. we not going to act like Frank Nalikana was here. So like he came just in later nothing. on. He came in later on the playoffs. I want to say probably even the second round.
3: The Sun Series, yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, he helped us out in the the Sun Series. I was like,
5: Uh he has to be playing in front of of Josh. Suns in four. four. Suns in four,
2: yep.
0: (laughs) Suns in four.
2: Suns in four. All right, man, let's check this other one out here. So the Mavericks would get Rudy Gay, Jared Vanderbilt, and Cam Reddish from New York. So this would be a three-team trade. Okay, I was going to say. And the Jazz would get Dorian Finney, our second-round pick in 2099, and the Knicks will get 20 <laughs> <ahead>. Sorry, 2020. <laughs>
3: sorry, 2029. 20, 20, <laughs> That'd be nice if
2: they can get twenty twenty nine. No,
3: yeah, yeah.
2: I'd never do that, yeah. But now, uh 2029 20, for the uh, for the Jazz and then uh, the Knicks will get Reggie Bullock. Who do uh, we
0: get again?
2: Rudy Gay and Jared Vanderbilt from the Jazz, and we would get Cam Rage from the Knicks. Why would the Knicks do that? Mm. I'm all for that for the. Match. I mean, the Knicks do want Reggie Bullock. That's something yeah, we do. Yeah, they yeah. want Reggie
5: Bullock, but that. yeah,
2: that's Bro, I don't know. I right there. That's, that's there. like
4: that. That, that sounds, sounds right. like that sounds like. I mean, like first Bull round pick for Bullock on the low a little
5: bit. You yeah. said you want a first round pick, Reggie. <laughs> mean, uh, nah, uh,
1: since Since uh, uh, everyone's prices hiked, you know, know right? you are you're elevating the, the tax hike. You know, shout out to the federal. Um, You know, government, they doing that. So, why not the NBA? We got to raise the prices, bro. It's like eggs. they they $9 now.
4: Y'all think our defense would still be the same, or will we take a step back?
1: Without Bullock?
4: Look, if we were to get. Without, without Bullock and Fannie Smith, you're losing both of them. You're Vanderbilt.
3: Okay. Well, I mean, if you're getting Vanderbilt, all I mean, I'm you're Vanderbilt.
5: For me, it's all about asset allocation right now.
3: Okay, so you just want to yeah. get the assets. I got I'm you. get younger
5: Nine. and. I mean I, I am tired of hearing the Mavericks don't have enough to pull off any trade, yeah you're right. I mean, hearing yeah. that literally yeah. the vast majority of my my maverick fandom I've been hearing that
6: yeah. like uh i I do it as well. I mean, you're getting Jared Vanderbilt back, then you're Not also younger. getting uh potential and Cam Reddish. uh you're sending out Bullock who hasn't been able to protect a perimeter like he was um, last year. And then Doran Finney Smith, who's also just been struggling to get his legs back under them. Granted, we probably ran them guys into the ground in the playoffs. <laughs> but that that's the thing about it, is like if we're probably never gonna see that again, why not go ahead and sell high? And get those younger assets in the building. And then on top of that, we keep Josh Green. So you're telling me sure. our, our best defender is still on the team, and we add in a potentially second best defender and Jared Vanderbilt? I'm all for it.
5: And don't tell the other teams this, but you got more skill too, because we got guys that can actually dribble. Oh, yeah.
4: You got more skill. I'm just worried about what the defense improved, if you think, Any? And you're saying, I, yeah, you think, you think Josh Green having more of a role, and also adding Vanderbilt would probably be a better defender. You're saying the Reggie will be I agree. I agree.
1: So I'm gonna say? to you Oh no, I was just, I was just saying, like you, <laughs> Green develops. I think Green has a bigger role next year. I think he just kind of continuously develops. So my thing is, if you could keep him,
4: Green, you could add all, the
1: all these assets around him.
4: With he's, a, he's already the best defender on the team right now. I feel like. Other than did probably next, did you see Max him Max jump on from desk?
1: one three point line to the other three point line just to get a ball? Like that was, that was amazing, man. That's,
4: that's Josh Green, man. That's what he does, <laughs> and, and, and he scores in yeah, for cool.
6: offensive rebounds too. Yeah. Like we don't have enough guys who go out there and hustle, and Josh Green is one of the best hustle guys on the Mavs. We losing
4: out we losing
6: our best offensive rebounder though do in Dota, <sighs> uh, but. Josh Green,
0: also <laughs> I'm, messing with you. I'm messing <laughs> with you. Now. I'm just,
4: I'm being the mad fan that's gonna keep saying, but Dodo, nah, yeah.
3: I'm good. I let him go. <laughs> as, go. As the mayor of Josh Green Island, man, I'm loving all the Josh Green love. Let me just, you know, <laughs> I'm ready to get, right. I'm ready
4: just to get a brand new squad. Like if it's a, if it's just a brand new team and we're just trying something different. I'm okay with that now. I just want to, like, like uh, roll with said earlier, just a so, uh, some type of clear clarity, I should say, on what they're doing.
1: This Are we gonna What's become. Are we going to become mild sellers in the trade deadline?
3: I think that's yeah. going to happen. I think that that's what Cuban wants to do. I mean, he's not going to get under the tax, right? But, I mean, I think that he's going to make marginal moves or try to do something just to try to get off a little bit of salary and pay less tax because we were talking about it earlier. Nobody wanted to say it, but I think he's crypto broke right now. So, I don't think that he uh, has – I the, think somebody said – it. Um, Voyager in, deal. Know, yeah, in the in – in group chat that I was in or whatever that they said that he was complaining about how all the other billionaires um can afford to pay, you know, their players and like some of them, you know, that have been around, have been governors of teams for a long time, can't uh, afford the same as like Balmer and these, you know, Laked Up and those other billionaires. So there is a disparity. I'm sure there's going to be some sort of ownership, whatever, whenever the, you know, negotiations occur, but I guess we'll see what happens there, you know?
4: I mean, so you think Mark Evans
3: already knows he's going to lose Luca? I, I, man, I, I don't even like putting that energy out there, to be I honest. I know, like, I, yeah, I know it's I, horrible, be, but yeah, I, I don't think so. I, you know, again, I know that he, you know, we, we talked about it before. He loves talking a lot. You know, he loves to, I think he loves to hear the sound of his own voice sometimes, you know, and so he's I've been on record saying that he would divorce his wife before he loses Luca, right? So, well, I guess he's got to go check with his divorce lawyers then, because I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. You know. Check, he's check not this going
1: out, Check this out. In, in reference to what Rolo said about Mark Cuban being broke, right? I did the math. The Mavericks are averaging two hundred and seventy-five dollars per ticket at the, the Mavericks games, right? That stadium sits anywhere between sixteen thousand to sixteen thousand two hundred. I put it at sixteen thousand. So you do sixteen thousand times, you know. 42 times the ticket price, the guy is making about $185 million per season just at the gate. We're not even talking about merchandising. We're not even talking about uh, the deal that he got with, uh, you know, whoever broadcasts the games that they're they're bankrupt too, I guess. And we're not even talking about uh, the the jersey sales. We're not talking about all these other things. I don't know how he's
6: broke
0: or why he's so cheap. Yeah, man, the play the playoff
6: revenue, too. It's, playoff revenue. Yeah, and, you know, something about the playoff revenue that I kind of wanted to touch on as well, uh, when we think about Mark and what this trade deadline could mean for the Mavericks, I think Mark is going to do whatever he can to keep the, the Mavericks competing and get that playoff revenue and then just go into the off season with, like, yeah, we're just kind of – going to trade everything and see what we could get back. If if we're going for
4: cap space, who are we going for? That's, That's what I don't know. Like, I'm like, who is, who is the player we that, for? We're, that we're looking, looking at for right now? For
1: Westbrook?
0: <clears throat> if
5: we're going for cap space, now I'm not going to answer for Mark because right? I don't know what the hell he's thinking. Um, but if I'm in the Mavs, uh, and for going to, I don't think they're going for cap space uh, more. I think the move now is asset allocation, but okay, whatever. If we're going for cap space, I think throw your hat in that Jeremy Grant. He's going to be a, a free agent this year. Uh, okay.
6: they, they wanted free, uh, well, they wanted cap space for 2025, and I looked at the free agents for 2025, and Giannis is right there at twenty no. five. <laughs> so, I, bro, when I tell you, I was, I was in there. I was in that hashtag
5: Giannis to Dallas thing so hard.
3: It was close. I, I feel like it was close. I, I think it that was close. He was. It, they, they were. They were saying that had they not made the moves for Middleton and right. for Drew, he would have definitely left the if, the team. If but that would have happened,
4: this I mean. I
3: don't definitely know. Tonight. But if it if were, were fifth, we'd all be drunk, right? Yeah, so, <laughs> it, 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 it would be done. We'd like, be drunk every day because yeah, they'd be mean. like 80 and two.
5: <laughs> yeah, that would be a very unstoppable pair.
4: Yeah, like that would be done. Mm-hmm. It would have been a decade. They'd have won like eight out of ten.
2: Not uh, one, not two. I right, mean, I got this I trade here. It's 14 <laughs> trades. Somebody send us. Fourteen! Wow, wow. it's a lot. So
1: how does everyone I even construct
2: that? I, I don't even know. I, I see a four
1: trade. I, I see a fourteen trade deal coming. I see it.
2: So here, here we go. All right. So the Bulls would get Derrick Rose from the Knicks. They also get Bertans, Tim, and Dwight from us. Powell and. Mm-hmm. Try to mm-hmm. see who this is. Oh, uh I don't know sign what I'm saying. And the up.
5: Bulls get okay, those guys, all right.
2: Yeah, and they get the uh twenty-sixth first round from the uh, Kings. They get okay. our twenty fifth first round, the Kings twenty third first round, our twenty seventh first round, the Kings twenty third first round, and our twenty fifth first round. So they'll get uh, no sorry, twenty second, our twenty fifth second round. Our twenty fifth first round. Okay. This is the Bulls uh This Bulls. is what the Bulls get. And then they yeah. get they get the 23rd and uh, the 23rd first and second pick, and they get the 26th first pick from the Kings. Okay. Okay, and what we get? We get uh, Goran Dragic, DeMar DeRozan, uh, Andre Drummond, Rashawn Holmes, and Cam Reddish. What do the Kings get? They're going to get Zach Levine. The Knicks will get Reggie Bullock and Kevin Herter. Okay. The Kings will get – but uh, Busevich, uh, Alec Caruso, and I don't know who this person I think that Justin Holliday, I don't know oh, who this person is. Why would you have Sabonis and Busevich? And we got older with that trade.
5: And,
4: and they would keep, keep Levine? Yeah, the Bulls would keep Levine. They don't have Levine on mm-hmm. here. I'd rather. I'd do the trade if they had Levine involved instead
2: and of I, I don't Williams. see Sacramento giving up Kevin Herter.
5: Wait, so who, wait, who are the the managers?
4: You know
2: guys? what, I'd do the trade either way. We
1: have to get DeRozan. We get DeRozan, uh, Lauren
2: Dragic, Andre Drummond, <laughs> says, we Rashawn said Holmes. And,
4: right, whatever. Yeah, I'm like, you know what I'd do. Okay. No, I can't. <laughs> we lose all the first round picks. I can't do it. I can't do it. We lose it. We minutes. get older. Wait, yeah.
0: We give
4: up everything. It sounds like he said. Yeah, it sounds when
2: like everybody. We would give up team. our um, championship trade
0: right there. Our 25th all first round,
2: our 27th first round, and our 25th uh, second round. Ew,
4: <laughs> I would do it for Zach Levine. We'll if he's in
1: desperation.
2: If you switch Levine with De,
4: DeRozan, I'd do it. Mm. I'd make the trade if you switch Levine and, and DeRozan. You know, here they say you guys can we can wave uh, Theo Pinson to save 1.9. Because we keep Josh Green, right? We didn't trade him either, right?
2: Mm-mm.
4: You didn't say nothing about Josh Green. You didn't say nothing about Christian Wood or Spencer Dinwiddie, right?
2: Mm-mm. Just Tim Berton's, Dwight, and Reggie Bullock. You changed you change the Mar De exactly like
0: yeah I'd
5: probably do that even with the Mar De that's
4: what I was thinking of at first. Andy. I'm like would I give all of it up to do I think that's championship right now though because again it's yeah. a championship move.
6: Yep. <sighs> you get your bat, you get your third, you get your I don't trust the Rosen man. One I don't trust you
5: You're,
1: You're just out of picks. You get older. Yeah, I don't trust the Rosen like, man. Get...
5: You don't trust the Rosen for trust what?
1: I just thought in the middle.
4: I, I mean, he fine with a midi but I want to shoot threes too. We got luka no. Doncic
5: right now. I want buckets when it comes out. <laughs> so, to- I want <laughs> so I want Zach Levine. To- That's no, what I'm saying. Comes- I want Zach Levine. I got you, but if you can't get him because Zach Levine has five years on his deal, I don't just right. go trade that for anybody.
0: Yeah, there right right two to get
5: years. Imagine yeah. what, uh,
4: what is he? What's the Harden Rosen doing right now? Though is he really like? All right, I know we are going off of like last year, last year, last year, and he got almost MVP. Is he really that great this year? Well,
1: he, it's not saying he's, he's that better great than every it's single person Luke, the Luke roster. will make the game easier like, for
4: him. I don't know, man. Is he would he, game, would he would fit he could the team he better than Dinwiddie?
1: The the then we could come off the bench. And then would now he now fit the team, the team, team, the than team, team better than Dinwiddie? Yeah.
4: Now I'm not gonna say he's better than Dinwiddie. I'm not he's better than Dinwiddie he is. I'm asking you, would he fit the team better than Denwood? That could work.
5: I'm gonna make that good work.
4: I don't, I, don't, I don't like the DeMar DeRozan it, mid-range it, it, stuff.
5: I'm going to try it in 2K I right now,
1: and I'll let you know.
4: Because I think he needs to shoot threes with, with Luka beside him. Like, he's going to get too many easy, wide-open threes. He's shooting, be a he's, shooting,
5: he's shooting threes that are respectable clips, so the Nolan's not going to just nah, – No, I don't want respect. I want, I want a guy that's going to make all the wide-open shots. You, you want him to shoot threes because you don't want them to just come off Luka with Luka's times, right? You can't yes. do that with DeRozan, though, because DeRozan can't shoot the three. Man, DeRozan's he shooting at 31%. He's respectable with it. What he shoot? 31% he 31% from the three. And he's a he's – yeah.
2: But Luka uh, passes the ball with like four seconds left. Kawhi
5: in either. terms of – Kawhi and Chris Paul in terms of midi game. But Kawhi, Kawhi and those
4: guys good. shooting three better than him, though. That's why – That's like, would take I mean, a everybody got though. a week. Everybody – you I just think his like weakness up. is if he four seconds, my thing with him is if it's four seconds left on the clock and Lucas passing the ball to him in the three-point line, he can only do so much.
0: You
4: can drive and pull up, but it's like...
5: Four I seconds got a lot of time in basketball, my Man, I
4: got you. I'm just saying that three... It'd be better if you had somebody that can make wide-open threes, though. Like, threes are more than two. Can make a wide he, open. he can make he a wide-open make 5, open. five three, against three, the Magic.
5: So and he went 5 and 5 and still shoot 31%. When it comes down to the playoffs... I need buckets. I don't want three, four minutes going by with no one, with our team not putting points on the board. And that's what right. happens if you're chunking up threes, five, six possessions in a row. Yeah. We have yeah. those droughts. Yes, you should change it it up really fast. But psychologically, buckets does something to you.
0: Yes. Ooh, you, you, should, you should change
4: there. the offense. But what I'm saying is like, even last year, Jalen Brunson, the weakness that made his game kind of clash with Luca Doncic, is that he wasn't the greatest three point shooter. So it's like when you're not that great three point shooter, it hurts because you can't make wide open set threes. Like I just feel like Luca holds the ball, and sometimes he gets caught up under the rim, and he finds you for a wide open shot. I just want a guy like Zach Levine that can is a shooter as well that can knock down a wide open three. I'm not saying Demar Derozan won't be awesome. If they will is change Zach, the system, if they were to give us
5: Zach, yes, I'll take
4: Zach.
6: But, but I
4: take Demar. I was I was already saying. Remember, I said I take the, the trade, and I had to think about it for a second.
6: If, I still agree if, that's better. If we're taking Demar, I, I would like it, but I don't think this deal gets done anyways. But no, uh, no, that, that's the <laughs> point. But no. Damar what what he does in the the mid range is very valuable. I mean. Uh That's a, that's another reason why we had success in the playoffs. What Jalen Brunson was able to do, he was able to penetrate, he was able to get to his uh post spin, and then make those shots. And that's something that the Mavericks really don't have this year, which is why we're so heavenly three ball dependent this year, and we literally live in and dying by three game in and game out, or we're living by. Luca go ultra instinct and and go <laughs> and put up fifty three against the Pistons and we'll win. So,
4: so
6: I I, just, I don't think that so the mid range
4: game is nice and I think somebody should be able to do it. it. Is not I just nice. think like it is no no it is valuable. It's very valuable. Just listen to me. Zach Levine can <laughs> shoot. Zach Levine can shoot mid range jumpers. Is what I'm saying. I'm saying the mid range shouldn't be the number one thing on your game with Luca Doncic being the guy that he is. I'm saying you should be a guy that can shoot mid ranges, but you should be able to shoot the three point shot because Luca's going to get you wide open, uncontested threes, and threes are worth more than twos. So if I got a guy like if I got Zach Levine that's a shooter shooting forty percent from three that I know can hit a not wide open three, why do I need him to even drive to hit the mid range shot if he can make that three five out of ten times? Yeah, you feel for, what I'm saying?
5: Yeah no no one's arguing with you. If, yeah if, I'm just if, saying as far if as that, that, if it, that if that offer came on my table. I am fighting for eight days to try to get Zach Levine instead of DeMar DeRozan. Okay,
4: okay. But, yes, I think DeRozan does.
5: Yeah, yeah, but if it's like, you know, the eighth and we're like 20, 10 minutes away from the deadline, <laughs> I'm like, you know, I did what I can. To to yeah. Well, I think I, that the Bulls
3: are going to try to get rid of Levine anyway because I think that he's a malcontent right, that, right now there, you know, whereas yeah. I think DeRozan is fine. I mean, If they can get value for him, right? If they can get value for him and the Bulls aren't going to go anywhere, then I'm sure they're going to move whoever. But I think that the biggest thing right now that I'm hearing is that Levine is the guy that they're going to try to get off of, you know, right now. So, then it's just a matter of who can offer him the best package. I know he wants to go to L.A. That's the other thing, right? So, he wants to go to L.A., but L.A. ain't going to be able to – I think, the Bulls, package, you know? I think the Bulls are foolish to roll off if they get rid of Levine and keep uh, DeRozan. No, you
4: I know, mean, I, I'm not disagreeing with or you about, at all. You no, know, no, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying it you. I don't think you disagree. I'm just saying – I don't think nobody said it, but I think it, they'll be foolish because I think Levine is younger. I think they're close enough in talent where you would go with a younger player and all. Like, I think – I don't know how much further DeMar DeRozan got to go. I think last year was his peak. Like, I don't think he'll ever get better than he was last year. And I don't think he's a – I don't think Zach Levine's the number one guy, but I don't think Demar DeRozan's is the number one guy either.
5: No, clearly not. But at, at the same time, uh, if he's the malcontent, and if you're if you're at the Bulls, uh, you know timeline where you you had your best shot when you had your your big three of Demar, Zach, and Vucevic and all that got you was, um, you know what, first round, first round, first round, yeah. yeah. Um, long of ball, knees, not looking too good, still feeling pain. Um, you probably, the, the rebuild stuff will probably have to start coming into, coming into thought.
2: You though know, why they he want to trade, trade Zach, with, Zach Levine, cause he has more years on his contract and he he has more value.
5: He has more. Yeah. So it'll make more
2: sense. Yeah.
5: So if he doesn't want to be there, um, so now I'm thinking about the Demar Derozan trade. If if I'm going to do that, because will I want to, will I want to well, make that trade and give up the two or hold on to the two first round picks? Because I know there's somebody every year.
4: You giving up everything for Demar Derozan. That's what I'm saying. And you like, is Demar? Does Demar screw getting one? We got Luka Doncic. I'm not. I don't think about just one championship. I know. I know we got to get the first
5: one. Bring back that trade scenario. I'm like, okay, I'm cutting off the other teams mm-hmm. and focusing on the Bulls. If I can, if, if there's one first round pick for DeMar DeRozan and somebody else, I'm doing it. Okay. I will still have two, maybe three. I can move around some other things, maybe get rid of a dodo. Um, and probably get another first round pick back and then try to, you know, build around that. Um, but if it's Zach, that's where I'm getting into three, maybe four, because of the time he has put on his contract.
6: I have a great proposal for Uh, Mm y'all. I'll probably put this in a poll tomorrow, but I want to ask y'all since we live, we we here, we already talking, uh, DeMar DeRozan or Boyan, who would you rather give up a first-round pick for? DeMar DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan, you don't got to ask me that. We're not foolish over here. DeMar Are they <laughs> both
0: 33? It doesn't yeah, matter. DeMar- they're DeMar-
6: both similar in age. But yeah, they're good. DeMar One's yeah. been
4: an all-star, all-NBA player. The other guy, uh... He's been a steady okay.
5: NBA player his whole career. Yes, but he ain't I been an all-star NBA player. world player. Yeah.
0: No. Luka when we get when we oh, get uh, uh, DeRozan. Luka when DeRozan. <laughs> right. but line.
4: you. So you give up one first rounder for DeRozan about two. You saying one or two? No, just I'm gonna fight my ass off for one. one just I'm one. Fight
5: my ass off for one.
4: Okay. Two. So you said, but you I'm, give the I'm house good. exactly if it got you that trade, you did to give anybody else up.
1: A one. Who we trading though? What he
4: said. If you, you if you kept everybody else, T.G.K. I'll you give kept you.
5: I'll give you. No, 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 i Josh Green. I'll and give all. you one. I'll give you one. And I'm. I'm more. This is me. This y'all can be different. This is me. I'll give you Spencer Dinwiddie, Spencer Dinwiddie, and uh, a first for, for Demar Derozan. You?
4: I do that, or whatever,
5: or whatever salary cap I need to fill that. Man,
4: Spencer Dinwiddie's our best three point shooter right and now.
5: And then I don't care. Um,
0: <laughs> and
5: then I want someone. I want someone I could. I feel like I could lie on Demar. To get buckets, even when Luca is on the, even when Lucass on the court, not on the court. will he get other people involved? I don't can care. Can I
1: remix this? How oh, you gotta care?
5: Any, you can't. It can't just be. If it's not his job. I'll get another point guard to gather people involved. Oh, will you? Okay, we gotta get another point okay. guard. Then. Okay,
1: yeah. Can I, can I remix this deal? Can we send Spencer, uh, Tim Hardaway, and Powell, and okay. a first? I even give a second. You give me DeRozan, Goron, and Drummond. Now I was yeah. gonna
2: say that, TGK. I got another trade right here.
5: The foundation is definitely Spencer and, and DeMar. I
2: you might mean, not have to give them – to try to get Devontae Green. The mm. Bulls would get, well, get JaVale McGee, Tim Hardaway Jr., Dwight Powell, the 26th first round and the 27th second round. And Dallas would get uh, Goran Draghi, DeMar, and Andre Drummond. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> what?
4: Bro, that's, that's not even, even question. Field. Yeah, sorry that's, that's not a question. That's absolutely. Yeah.
5: And then and then I'll tell them, hey, don't give up on us too, because I might have some shit for y'all. I'm sorry, Steve. I might have to talk <laughs> later for y'all. Bro, we
4: didn't lose anybody offensively, and we gained Demar Rosen. A- a- we didn't DeRozan.
3: lose really was anybody. That trading Tim Hardaway Jr. way or no? Mm-hmm. That's trading Tim Hardaway. Okay, because I mean, how do you guys feel about that deal that was reported on a couple of weeks ago that the Maz were in talks with Cleveland about sending? I'll oh, uh, take Hardaway Jr. over for um, Karis Levert. I mean, Levert that last year, so yeah,
0: I'll take it. Yeah, that one, probably less
1: inconsistent than Hardaway is. Yeah, I'm not sending,
4: I'm not sending no, no first round pick or nothing. No, no, no. no I'm just saying straight, straight up. up. They were talking yeah. about straight yeah, up. Yeah, absolutely. I would
3: do it straight up, straight up. So, because I think that Levert, like in the system, right, and with the maps, with Luca and with Spencer, I, you know, assuming, I think that he would fit in as, as kind of like the sixth man. Kind of yep. like, you know, again, uh, someone that a facilitator when you need the facilitator. And, and he can do the, the middies. And, you know, I think his three pointers are down this year. But I mean, you know, yeah, I think that he would, I, I'd love that trade if the Mavs were, if they were serious about that, man, I would, I'd love that trade because it would yeah, be I, moving on from Hardaway and, and getting Lavert, you know. Yeah, I wouldn't fear Lavert running on a break. As opposed no. to how
0: Tim Hardaway <laughs> there you go. Does. The one I on three, three the can, one on three right
1: from He can,
4: he can dribble oh, the ball, Rolo. That's yeah. enough. Like, just switch it up and try somebody else because there's nothing that Tim Hardaway Jr. does consistently. There's nothing that he does consistently. Oh, I can he's at least say,
1: consistently inconsistent. Get exactly.
4: Him. I can at least say Carlos Irving can dribble the ball consistently. You feel what I'm saying? Like he has something he can do. Where I'm like, every game he can the dribble game. the ball. I know he can do that. I don't know what Tim Hardaway Jr. is going to do every or any game.
5: You right? got the same, Ted.
0: Yeah, we do. do we? I think we have the same. No, mine's a little bit. Oh, no. There's more
1: official money.
0: Uh-huh. And here's another,
2: <laughs> trade, uh, another trade of a player we just talked about a minute ago. So, Dallas would get Damian Lee, DeAndre Aiden. The Suns would get Tim Hardaway, Dwight Powell, Jaden Hardy, the 28th uh, first round and the 26th first round. Second
1: mm-hmm. one. Who do
4: we get? Damian Lee and DeAndre Aiden?
1: DeAndre, DeAndre.
0: Are you and you say only two up. first round of this time? How Who we give up? We're giving uh, up Jaden Hardy and... How old Tim Hardaway? Oh Are we giving up Hardy?
4: You said Hardy and Hardaway for Aiden and Lee? And mm. two first rounds? I'll do that one. i do that
3: one. Wasn't yeah. it somebody else or no? Or was it
2: just... Yeah, it was Tim Hardaway, Dwight Powell, and Jaden Hardy. Two first okay. rounds for Damian Lee and DeAndre Aiden. I need a first back for Hardy.
1: <laughs> oh, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> Look... I, if I'm on a negotiation table, I'm going to be like, look, this is a future hey, it's star occurs, right here. Bro, right? Yeah, yeah, He's a natural born talent. Like you need to send us something round. back. We'll send you the Start 2 talking about his high school rank. He was he
5: said,
0: one rank high school <laughs> He should have been the first two. round. That's oh, the first round, is,
5: though.
4: Isn't that the yeah. first round that we, ag- we talked about last time?
6: Huh?
4: It was three first rounders the first time,
6: right? We talked about DeAndre Eden? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, don't, I don't think uh, I would do it. And reason being is because uh Jaden Hardy's probably going to be Tim Hardaway Jr.'s replacement. He's going to be Jaden Hardy uh Hardaway Jr. So <laughs> so like we need a player who is confident in shooting the ball. And with with that we're we're not getting anything of that that magnitude back. We're basically going to be uh Nickel and Diamond with Damian Lee and then we're going with with DeAndre Aiden and, and then also we do need a backup center. Who's our backup center? Uh JaVel McGee. McGee.
5: JaVel McGee, what you JaVale mean? McGee is not even the backup center now with all our center. JaVel McGee bro. Look, hold up. Uh
4: Jose, exactly would you find great. if we got if we got um Karis LeVert with that one though. If like we found a way to get Karis LeVert and we traded away to Jaden Hardy and uh uh, Dwight Powell when Tim Hardaway Jr. got that, that trade bet?
6: Mm, oh, damn, that, that's a little <laughs> bit harder. Uh, well, Karis LeVert is expiring, so the Mavericks would have to uh, extend him. Mm-hmm. And in that case, I will probably be willing to do it <laughs> a, a little bit more. But the first trade, I'm not.
0: Y'all hate Aiden. That's fine. <laughs> I'm not a big
4: Aiden fan either, but I think he'll do great with us, though.
0: Sorry, I think he look,
4: training,
5: too, but it's kind of like it's kind of like yeah. running backs in the NFL. Yeah, that's why I've
4: been saying it. they
5: devalue the, the center it. position. And I someone that can do eighty percent of what Aiden can do at ten percent of the price. price. James, James Wiseman, you know, so Zeke Elliott. <clears throat> that's James. <laughs> why you get James Wiseman? Zeke, Zeke Elliott is you pay a hundred and fifty percent of the cost for ten percent of the production. But
4: I really think we can play with, like, a huge line of it, though, because of Luka Doncic's size. Okay. So I think we can have – if you give him two big men – if, like, if
5: I'm running the Mavericks, that's, that should be the goal.
4: If you give him two big men that, can, that are, like, utility knives, that can do a little bit of everything, like, I think – you saw what he did with Mike Toby in the uh, – what is it? Um, national games or whatever yeah, it is. Done, like, yeah, good. like, I think if you play with Christian Wood and DeAndre – and, like, I don't even think they have to stand in each other's way. Because DeAndre can shoot a little bit. He can give you an 18-footer. And like I said, Christian Wood can do both as far as popping in and rolling. Like, I think that would be an awesome two-man, uh, big-man lineup. Hey, if if DeAndre – you know, Exactly. And then you got Maxie off the bench. Like, maybe you, you can extend real favorite center for your third center, uh, Dwight Powell. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I don't know. You still got to find a backup center, though. Maybe you can trade JaVale McGee back to them. Maybe they'll want him
2: back. All right, CBL like this trade. This just came in, so I just sent this to us. Um, the Mavericks would get uh, Kyle Anderson, Torian Prince, and Nas Reed for Bertons and Jay Hardy. Mm. I'm doing that one. That yeah. that
5: that's that that one. Like Nas
2: Reed, yeah.
6: You're you're getting a lot of defense around Luca, which I want.
0: Yeah, with Yeah, man.
3: yeah Nas I, Reed is, is is playing even a lot better recently. You know he'd be an uh, instant upgrade over all the centers that we had. But we you were talking about it before King. He'd probably be the best center. Considered one of the best centers He'll in the Masala. And
0: yeah. he can stretch
4: the floor a little bit too. Yep. Mm-hmm. I just man, if, uh, man, I'm just so scared about Jaden Hardy. I'm so scared that he I mean, might make right out yeah. to be something. And I'm like,
1: man, we drafted Jaden Hardy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, if Harold Victor was in this chat, he'd be going. Crazy about this Nas Reed deal.
4: <laughs> yeah, I think I think, I think we should get Nas Reed. He don't want to be there anymore. So I told you, I think um the perfect scenario for me is if we can get James Wiseman now and then wait for I think Anthony Edwards gonna be available. I keep telling everybody, nobody wants to believe. Wow, him. you think Ant
3: is gonna be available?
6: I think Ant's gonna be available well, because I think Minnesota. I think Minnesota
3: completely.
0: Wow. I, well,
6: I, I, I agree with, with you. King. And, exactly. and the reason why I agree with you is because. Like the Mavericks, they win all in when they uh-huh. weren't supposed to. Mm-hmm. They win and got Rudy Gobert. They have Carl Anthony Towns who I don't know, if are they gonna trade him to, to recompensate right. their, their value? Like that they gave up for Rudy. And then with, with Anthony Edwards, he's already shown that he's kind of a I want to win now type of player. So I definitely see where you're going with with at and I don't I think, think Cap- I don't
4: think he has to stay in Minnesota like I don't think he's like man I need to play in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I think he ra- he'd rather go somewhere else. So if I'm thinking about somebody not signing that rookie extension, I know they talked about Zion, but watch out for Ant cuz he's not developing the place he's supposed to be. He's supposed to be a dude this year. Mm-hmm.
3: I think Cap gets traded, to be honest with you. I think that there's. I think that's who is going to be moved and yeah. and actually I uh, you know, I'll call it now. I think that he's going to New York to be honest with you. So, mm-hmm. New York I don't has think the assets Rolo, you think they're going to get as
4: many assets back for Cat as they save? I don't think that they
3: will. Um, but, I mean, of course, Minnesota will probably try to squeeze them for as many out of those assets to, to make up for what they you know, what they gave up on the Gobert trade. Huh? But they think just a matter of Minnesota, who they bring it back.
5: Rolo is completely right. Minnesota's probably trying to do their best to fix that mess of a trade that that Gobert will was
4: I think they were well, do you exactly. think new york you think New York could give that many for a cat though I don't think New york's going to help him out that much I think New york's gonna try to give them maybe two for cat right now because cat's value at an all-time low I feel
0: like mm-hmm.
3: no I mean I in I don't disagree that his value is is a little bit lower than than where it's been but I mean I think that you know there's always going to be someone that we'd be willing to trade for a cat Right. So, I mean, look at, I mean, Oklahoma City could come in and be like, I could offer you, even though they don't need them, I can offer you like yeah. five first round picks and they have like, what, 17 in the next however <laughs> many years. So yeah. they can always drive the, the, the value right, up. So, it's yeah. just a matter of who is leveraging against who and who really wants them, you know, right. So
4: Bro, yeah. I don't know if anybody
3: gonna actually want him. That's the bottom. Yeah. Like,
4: I, I know people are gonna want him,
3: but I don't think people are gonna
4: really, really like value. I think like New York. York. I think New York would want to do that.
3: Yeah, man. I, I, I don't know why. I have a
4: feeling. You know, how many draft picks I'm saying? You saying? I said like Rudy was five,
3: right? Five mm-hmm. and two switches. I think. How many draft so. picks you think Cat gets from New York? Well, I mean, because you, you got to remember, right? Some of those draft picks that they have are like. uh are ones that are going to convert to twos, you know, mm-hmm. the second round picks. So they're like fake first round picks. So they can trade like two, two of those and then like two of the other real ones. They can, I mean, they could oh, essentially dude. give up four if they wanted to, because two of those, are, like I said, are fake first round picks. They're not going to, they're going to convert to second I'll, rounders.
4: You know, I will say the same thing we said about Minnesota. If New York trades that trade and
3: does four picks, I hope they all pieces. I think missing championship. Yeah, I think I think it's going to settle around three. To be honest with you, three is <clears throat> is going to be the, the 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 price. But I mean, of course, uh, Minnesota is going to want four, or they're going to want as many as they can extract. You know, so
4: and I still think Ant may leave. Uh, I,
3: think, I just yeah. think Ant.
4: I just think Ant isn't like a sure thing to stay in Minnesota. It's Minnesota mm-hmm. too. Like I just don't think he seems like he's a big type of personality that would like to be seen more than the personnel. I mean, uh, Minnesota, so
0: mm-hmm. – and that's
4: no disrespect to Minnesota, but I just – I think if anybody runs off of that rookie
5: contract, it'll probably be ESPN. You're trying to really get Ant out of there. <laughs> I am.
4: I want Ant over here. I think Ant is – like right now, as far as timeline and all, like I think a Paul Joyce type would fit beside Luca, and I think the best player that fits that mold is like an Anthony Edwards. I think an Anthony Edwards would be a perfect f- piece beside Luca Doncic as far as doing everything that he needs to do beside him, that can catch and shoot that can create, that can that can cut athleticism, that can defend other athletic uh, guards and all that, I think Anthony Edwards would be perfect.
3: I could see Ant going... Where's the case? You, go? you broke up. The time, huh? Santa, but the time is... Uh, oh. oh, You know? A clip um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. I said, I okay. could see Ant going to Miami, you know? Yeah. Um, hey, you, by that you, time, there's going to be... A, a, yeah. 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 Everybody
5: going to Miami, goddammit. I, I could see Anthony <laughs> going
4: to Miami, too. He's right, though. I, could, I definitely could see Anthony Edwards
5: going to Miami. Either Miami or the Lakers.
6: You hey, know, um, so interesting about Miami, what are they going to do with Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry? Because Jimmy Butler just doesn't have the patience. And then Kyle Lowry, he's not the point guard that he needs to be anymore. So it, it makes me wonder what is Miami going to do because they're in a situation where, they don't have cap. They're missing a four. They're also uh, – they're still developing Yovich. So it really makes me wonder where is Jimmy Butler going to go? How much do you give up for Jimmy Butler? Doe and a first. <laughs>
5: That's only one first?
4: Just yeah, one?
6: Because we're giving them Doe. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, not your
5: first-round pick.
6: I think I, I, I might give up two. I, I might give up Dinwiddie and, and Doe. And a first, or just both of them? Probably just both of them. <laughs> and keep my first. For, I think for Jimmy.
1: Tim Hardaway wants to go down there, so like we get yeah, I mean, to We get home. send him home. <laughs> <can> do Dodo <laughs> Jimmy. And
4: Jim. right, Jimmy wanted the best playoff performance. Jimmy in the NBA you know? right now, so I think Miami going to demand a couple of them for him.
3: Well, how about this Butler, too? I mean, I know he's a – I mean, 33,
4: 34, he's still right at
6: right? He's, yeah, he's like a, in 33, I
3: think.
5: Yeah, Bro, we, we we still trying to get these 33-year-olds. No, no, no. no I don't want those
4: guys.
6: Yeah, <laughs> don't give, I don't
5: want to get
4: the house. The only guy on Miami I would give the house for is Bam out of Bama. Yo, Yo, yeah, Bam. me too. Yo. I think Bam
3: would fit perfectly with Luca. Like, he's enough to Luka Light. Oh, yeah. Bam and, and Luca would be.
6: <laughs> no, I said Luca Light. Not Luke-a-like. Luka Light. You wouldn't want to get Luca Light. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> just, just your guy just Bam that's it Bam is
4: the only one I would get as far as giving the house away I'm glad we didn't get Kyle Lowry like that was a disaster
5: waiting to happen yeah did <laughs> um, so you yeah. all see that trade uh, the uh, fake not a fake trade but like a proposed trade by some magazine or whatever saying uh, I forgot what it was like two first round picks I forgot the players but for Fred Brambley we don't Hell, get one. Mm,
4: we could have J.B. It was I mean, from the Mavs trading. I'm giving them Ma- two, Ma- first,
0: Ma- two first. Ma- Ma- giving
5: like two first rounds. I forgot the players.
0: Mm-mm. Nah, no, dude, bro. If I'm giving eight. up
5: two first rounds. Give me OG.
6: That's facts. Uh, give me OG or Siakam. You'll yep, There oh, you go. Three. Throw dough
3: and, and the two first round picks and give me Siakam. That's fine. Would, how nice. far would you go for Siakam? Woo. Actually, I got what we have you on. Would you go to house? Two Man. two and dough. Pascal is 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 all NBA player. Yeah, He's I'm a bonafide number two level team. Shit, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> my bad. OK, we hey, my bad have now. My, now. my my I bad. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I think I probably would. I probably would fold, man. I think I'd probably try to do whatever I could to make that dream a reality because I think Pascal and Luca would be would form such a dynamic duo you know i think they would work so well off of each other you know that I, I think that it would be worth going in you know all on it um i don't know if it would be like three first round picks or i don't know how many swaps or whatever you need to do but i would definitely try to try to keep the the players that we can you know if we can you know especially the defenders we need to keep the defenders right but i mean whatever needs to be done we just need to do it you know if if Pascal was available. I just think that Pascal, I know there's smoke around that he might be available, but I I think that's just Toronto bluffing, man. I think they're trying to get yeah. rid of OG. I think they're trying to get rid of Fred VanVleet, and they're trying to get rid of GTJ, you know, Gary Trent Jr. So those are the three players they're trying to get off of right now. But I don't think that they're going to get up. I don't think that they'll trade Pascal Siakam. They'd have to be, It'd have to be a Rudy Gobert type trade, I think, for for them to let go of Siakam. We
5: trade their whole roster in Toronto with with four with four first round picks. They can keep Scotty Barnes, but if I, I swear, if Luca had that Toronto roster, man, we'll man, trade.
1: the Raptors. I think the Dorian Finney Smith for Siakam and a first or two first sounds a lot better than the other deal that a lot of people were talking about was the Christian Wood for Siakam. Um, uh,
0: with
4: the the first or with Christian oh. Woodmore for example. it's uh, T- I'm about to say T.G.K. I'm I'm scared that if we get Siakam, we don't fill enough holes. Yeah. So like, if with Siakam, I know he would fit him and Luca would would fit well off each other, but like we still would need another playmaker as far as helping Luca out. We still the rebounding would still be an issue. Because Siakam is a good rebounder, but he's not like a, a get you over double digit rebounds a game mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So. I don't know if I throw the house at him as far as Siakam, but I like Siakam. I think he'd fit perfectly.
1: Tim Hardaway's doing a good job rebounding. So, <laughs>
2: <laughs> so the Mavers have made trades y'all over the last six years, That's according to Landon Thompson. He uh, Thomas he had looked this up. So y'all want me to run down the last six trades for the Mavs? Y'all ready for this? So I'm looking for, for it. it. I'm I'm great, I feel like I can some get great trades. Y'all <laughs> made some great <laughs> trades over the last seven, uh, six years here. So uh, in 2016 17 we got Ernest Noel. Ooh. First round, uh, first round. Uh, in 2017 18 we got Dur- Doug McDermott. Making buckets. Yeah, yep. buckets. 2018 yep, and 19 well. we got uh, y'all's favorite uh, small forward of all time, Justin Jackson and Zach Randolph. Oh, the
1: horrible deal. Automatic. Dude, deal? I'm like, why?
2: Automatic. Nah, this is this the one right here. This is the one. So in 2019 and 20, we got Willie Colley-Stein. I,
3: I, was, I was so looking forward to, to him playing for the Mavericks because I thought yeah. that when, when he was, you know, the worst. Sacramento. That we kept on seeing, and, and mm-hmm. I thought that, man, maybe it was just getting him over here in this okay. system. Maybe he'd, you know, be what we needed him to be. But, yeah, it was – it was something about
5: Dallas that just makes uh centers just completely right. classic. <laughs> yeah. They play, we thought he
3: was,
5: I thought he was unlocked potential, he was athletic. We <laughs> thought he was going to be able to do, plus, he was high drafted
3: He said, said we, We're gonna call a uh, WCS, we're gonna call him the big pair part two. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: so, at 20 and 21, we had we got JJ Reddick and Nico Milley. Oh, that was a horrible thing, man. JJ really I don't know why
3: they retreated that was it the second round pick for J.J.? if yeah. they knew that his foot was jacked up. You know, yeah. it was just... Well Are we the- at- Nika. Everybody
6: was Everybody's champion Nico. That that's the Mavericks feeling like they're one piece away from a championship roster. And that's not the case. J.J. Reddick is not getting you there. And then Nico Melli was actually playing playoff minutes. This man ain't never <laughs> seen the court before. <laughs> and he was playing playoff minutes. Uh, Nico,
2: was Nico Belli
5: was Bertons without the threes.
2: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Bertons, <laughs> our last trade was Spencer then William, Bertons. and Bertons.
4: Is that trade a win? Does everybody agree that trade was a win? Yeah. I yeah, think it
2: was.
1: Okay. Uh oh, Annie. Uh oh, look at Annie. He like, oh know. And you want street clothes back? Hold on.
5: I want street clothes back. I felt like you could have got a Daniel Gaffer. I felt like you got You couldn't have got better return with that.
3: Nobody wanted street clothes. Oh, like you could have put. You could extract another player instead of oh. Burton's or, or yeah. including.
5: At the first, kept the second round pick because we traded that. It was. It's something that if they were to make that deal again, I would not be happy. Th- that type of deal. If you're trading away the be- the best talent and all you get is two bad contracts, uh, that's not the way to go. Lucky, lucky I mean,
1: Berton's out. is holding us back from getting other players 16
3: mil and, and lucky he's lucky only lucky
1: giving five minutes a game. Like, no, no, no. I, we, I, think,
3: so, I just think yeah, I, think I, I have, have to ask people. a question. Of, um, so you feel like Spencer Dinwiddie wasn't worth trading for? Now, I mean... Now, with with the benefit of hindsight, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're we're here where we're at right now, so you don't feel like it was worth trading for Spencer because I feel like that's what the trade was really, right? Yep. The trade was KP for Spencer. Bird signs just had to make the money work, and we had to throw in a second rounder to sweeten the pot, you know, for them. But for me, I think that it was a KP for Spencer trade. And I mean, if I'm sitting here with you guys, I say it was worth it all day because at least Spencer's been playing, you know, the majority of the games that he's. He's been at, whereas we, where we were at with KP, he was missing, what, mm-hmm. what uh, 25% of the games? or 40%.
5: Take away the playoff run. Is it worth it? I can't. I
4: can't take away the playoff run, any because that's what it's about. That's about mm-hmm. game seven having a 30-point, two 30-point scores in game seven. Only, only the I time that happened like, was Kobe and Shaq. Like, I got to throw that in there. Feel
5: like everyone, they look at that run and – KP was 13-5.
2: I was just about to say, you remember what KP did, Any? So you got You got to compare. You got to compare playoffs to playoffs, man. Why, first of all, the
5: reason why I'm I'm hesitant. A, I'm never. I said this before. I'm never going to judge a move based on the result. I judge a move based on the thought process that went into that decision that was made. Right.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: right. If I'm trading away the best talent, and I'm not getting one of five things, I'm against it. If I'm not getting financial relief, if I'm not getting a young talent or a young flyer or draft compensation or anything like that, I'm against. I'm against the thought process. We we didn't get any of that back. Right. Now, I think it's how a many times does that time? trade go to work? I know with hindsight we made it to Spencer balled out, mm-hmm. but if you're looking at, it at the time. Spencer was a very he, his trade value was also very low. He mm-hmm. was not shooting forty percent. His team did not like him. Um, he was a, it was two very bad contracts, mm-hmm. right? I think I think we lucked out. Hindsight, cool. Yeah, we we won. But how many times is that trade going to work out for the Mavs if they so make those type of deals?
3: So you're saying you're saying something that really sticks with me, right? So you're mm-hmm. saying that we, we traded away the best talent. Can can we be certain that KP was the best talent at that time? That's
4: what I keep saying, Rolo. I, I mean, the,
3: the, the, the reason why I said that is because, I mean, uh, besides the whole saying of the best abilities availability, right, what, whatever, whatever you feel about that, uh-huh. I think that, you know, to something that Jose said and, and many of us have talked about, um, KP just didn't have that dog in him, man. I mean, he just, uh-huh. the way he played, he played too finesse, right? Like, he just played too finesse, and it just didn't work with Luka. I mean, we just saw it 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 wasn't working. Hell, even the chemistry that they had on the that you could see, you could sometimes they would dab each other up, but they weren't even messing with each other. You know what I'm saying? Like they weren't like the way the way it seems, right? That that Spencer and and Luke are getting along right now. So I mean, that's for me that was worth it. Just to 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 take the team from what it was in disharmony with KP and Luca, right? And to harmonize it a little bit better with guys like like uh, you know, Spencer and I see what you're saying, man. The the theory of KP, right? The theory of KP was that yeah. he was the most talented. You know,
5: like if you're if you're to say, uh, <laughs> I'm going to trade, trade Spencer Dinwiddie. How much is Spencer
6: making? Uh, like 18, Eighteen million. million.
5: So if, I, if I trade Spencer Dinwiddie for two guys who are making nine million each, but are still like bottom of the roster. I'm, that's, but both, both of them are So Spencer Dinwiddie played a more important part
6: than KP, and he was half the price. And and may I add, it's, it's not just about KP, because sure, K, KP was the outgoing uh, price for Spencer Dinwiddie and Davis Berton, but we also had to look at it in the Jalen Brunson situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were in a position, well, some of us were in a position as fans where we didn't know Jalen Brunson could be a point guard and he was only in, on the bench and then he didn't even play well he played in the playoffs against the clippers and he didn't have the best performance mm-hmm. and then we come into a season where he's on his last year of his rookie deal we had to figure out what what he really is so then uh, KP is thrown in this trade where we're getting another ball handler who is probably going to be insurance for what eventually happens is Jalen Brunson leaving. Mm-hmm. So we had to factor in the Jalen Brunson story as well when we talk about Denwitty and KP.
5: That's, that's true.
6: That's
4: true. If if we if, if I'm if I'm giving them both contracts right now, I'm giving Spencer Dinwiddie a higher contract than KP. The big issue is we overpaid KP too early. We shouldn't give him the contract. We should have let him sign the qualifying offer. That based was the issue
5: based on availability. I still think.
4: I mean, I know KP had his one. I know KP had his one All Star year. I know KP had his one All Star year. Any, but he's never led a team to the All Star. I mean, to the playoffs. Spencer Dinwiddie has two times.
1: Does, two does times. Spencer have that dog in him.
5: Two times Spencer Dinwiddie has led a team to the
1: playoffs in the, the
5: East. The yeah. same East that KP was in he definitely has that dog in him. But know. on paper, which the game of basketball is not played on paper, you guys are you guys are correct. I think it's a it's a philosophical difference that we have,
0: mm-hmm.
5: right? Um, that's why, like i I can't say I'm happy about the deal. I'm happy about how it worked out.
6: But
0: if you you're telling me
5: we're gonna do that type of trade again, like that's like let's do it again. I'm going to be like hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I'm not sure that's going to work out that well twice. But I mean we ended up getting a good guy. I I mean if Spencer, if Spencer didn't play like how he did in Washington,
0: uh,
3: yeah. It's a very well, elaborate. to to elaborate to that point, right? Like I I I follow what your logic is there. I mm-hmm. feel like because you said both of them were negative assets, right? Spencer and it, first was, time it
5: both it was all three all three assets were negative. Negative, right? And but we we gave away the asset, right. the additional asset, of the second round pick. And the second round we pick. We got nothing back in return. Yeah, we got so I'm
3: time. with you. I'm with you. I feel like the Mavericks should have probably tried to fight a little bit more and not take the Bertans contract back, and maybe tried to get one of the younger players or somebody else to you know, or even two people to make the math work. Like we're taking we're taking one malcontent from you, right? And Spencer, he's not happy. You guys aren't happy with him, whatever. But you know. Again, so we're all looking at this from the benefit of hindsight again. You know, it's just they, they should have done that, but I don't for whatever reason they didn't do that, you know. Nope. It's because nobody wanted street clothes.
1: I was
4: just
3: getting nobody. tired
1: of I was getting tired of just seeing this all the time.
4: Yeah, nobody <laughs> wanted street clothes to be on their team. Like that's why we had to take all that. It was no one else that was willing to take him on. No one.
3: And if you guys remember also, whenever he did play, right, and when Luca didn't play, it was always he was always talking after the media and stuff. That's what I'm saying. Like they, these guys didn't mess with each other. They they just didn't get along, right? He would go out there and talk about how oh that you know when better the Mavs lost the ball mm-hmm. movement was great. This you know I got my touches. I did this. I got I got to do that. But he was never about the team. It was always about how things affected him. So I mean I and just think that it was just it just needed to be a marriage that just needed to dissolve, man. How it needed to happen. You
4: know? That's why Dodo called the Mount Rolo after he's traded and said yeah. nobody has any uh egos and all left on his team right now and all they got rid of. But I don't know. I just I think I would do that trade ten times out of ten over again now, knowing hindsight, because I, I I'd rather have Spencer Denwitty
3: than than Street Clothes. Yeah, Spencer's worked out wonderfully for the Mavericks. I mean he's you know, been everything that the Mavericks have needed, hindsight. you know. Yeah. In, hindsight. in not, hindsight, maybe
4: not beforehand, yeah, but okay. in hindsight, I'm, I'm doing that for you. Never, know. I'm never going
5: to judge something before. I'm not mm. gonna take it before. I tend not to judge stuff by hindsight because right. like, that's a team. It's like football. Uh, they go for it on fourth down. They don't get it. You're like, why would you go for it on fourth down? They go for it again. They get it. You're like, oh, yes, they definitely go. You're, <laughs>
0: You're genius. You're genius. you freak. <laughs> exactly.
3: Well, well, like,
5: they, like, 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 what's the mindset? Why would you do that? What, like, let's weigh the pros and cons. Or
3: well, little did we know, right? They were talking about it. I even think that they talked about it in the broadcast uh, a couple of games after the, the trade where they were talking about, oh, well, the Spencer Dinwiddie was going to be Brunson insurance, and look what happened. You know what I mean? Yeah,
5: we brought- I thought Brunson was definitely out the door, too, when they – hindsight. <laughs> when they drafted uh, – When they drafted Jaden Hardy. I was like, ugh. Yep. We uh, Truthfully, Annie,
4: I think the only reason that KP got 20 points a game is because he was an all-star, right? And we forced him to get that based off his reputation and what he thought he was going to get. If he wasn't and we were do- playing the game regular based off of talent and wh- who got how guys should get touches, I guess, or whatever, KP wouldn't have got 20 points a game. He wasn't efficient enough to get it. Like, it, it, it was foolish to run through him in the post. We had guys saying, why are you – like, KP is just doing nothing in the post. Like, everybody knew it, but our team and Rick Carlisle and them kept trying to feed it to him because he wanted his touches. So, like, Spencer Dinwiddie can play in the Florida game. We just talked about it, what was it, two games ago where Spencer came through in the fourth quarter with 10 points. Like, KP, you look at him in the fourth quarter like, where are you, KP? He's like, I'm nowhere to be found. Give me the ball and, uh, you know, put Chris Paul on my knees and I can't do anything.
3: He'll shoot, he'll shoot it from half court.
4: Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll run the ball on the fast break wow, and shoot a three. Up. As a seven yeah. foot three guy in the playoffs, and pull up for three. He'll do that kind of stuff because he's afraid of going to the rim. So but, nah, but it's worked out for him
3: too, right? It's worked out for him in Washington. I mean, he's doing good in Washington, and Spencer's been doing good over
2: here
4: because he's about his numbers. KP wants his numbers, and KP's over there getting numbers now. He's not worried about
2: winning. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a long one, man. We already over almost two and a half hours, man. Uh, <laughs> we definitely appreciate y'all, man, coming on with us tonight, man. I know one of those ones we didn't, didn't plan. It was just something we just asked after out the blue. We definitely appreciate y'all guys uh, hopping on. If y'all guys want to follow these guys on their socials and on their channels and all that stuff, I have the info down below so you guys can follow them. Of course, you know any's on the Dallas prospects. You got Rolo and uh, Jose. Both are on t- seventy-seven spaces. You got that right there, by Rolo's name. Seventy-seven spaces on Twitter, guys. Follow them. They have their pregame shows uh, before every Maverick game, and also my boy T.G.K. Y'all already know T.G.K. You he don't hear it a lot. There he is. <laughs> 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 Showing up, man. Showing up. <laughs> yeah, follow him too, man. Y'all, y'all most of y'all here follow T.G.K. But if you don't, man, please follow him on T.G.K. TV on YouTube, guys um also guys if you are a huge fan of the mavericks and you love content guys go ahead and follow us here on our channel also hit that notification bell so whenever we drop new content like this you got to be the first to know also hit that like button to help us build up our algorithm guys for more mad fans like yourself to join the glowy yard game and right up on the end, right there y'all gotta see you We're on all socials under we talk mass facebook twitter instagram snapchat and tiktok guys so y'all can follow us on all of those under we talk Maths. Also, on the roller, y'all see we on all podcast streaming services, guys. So if you guys can never get to watch us, you guys can listen to us. We always post our shows on all podcast streaming services. Also, we're on Twitch if you guys want to follow us on Twitch. All right. Is there anything I'm missing, King? Uh, you know, I, I, we, I haven't got to say this oh. yet because it's been a while since I've been on, but I
3: want
5: to thank you guys on getting 1,000 subscribers. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. Appreciate, it. appreciate it, man. It's awesome. Appreciate mm. it. It's just a stepping stone of, of what's to come. So really yeah, we're we trying to get to y'all a little, bit, man. We're still trying to get to it, uh, it's, it's, <laughs> We've been like at, what, 4,000 for like years. But no, no, I feel like you guys have been putting in the work despite, you know, the good years and the good and the bad. You can't bet against, you know, we talked Mavs putting out an hour long, uh, Post game show. So, you guys are putting in work. <laughs> everything that comes from
2: it. So, I appreciate you guys. No, I appreciate you anyway. I appreciate you. Absolutely. But
0: yeah, i missing, yeah. What you got, uh, TGK?
1: Merch store, man. I'm waiting for my trash can juice. Uh, I can't no, wait. <laughs> I got a cop. I think it's February. 10th. I think it comes in the morning. Oh, so you're
2: coming out? Oh, so yeah, I guess everybody's coming around February 7th. I just got the email too. Except mine. Well, King don't know when he's coming in. Um, but yeah if you guys uh, want some We Talk mass merch we have the link I have it now set it up under if you go either to the community tab we have a link under there we set up or you can go to the about tab and I got it set up under there you just click on the We Talk Math, and it'll send you right to the website um, and also who's the other thing uh, was it merch what's the other thing we talked about today uh, crap what is it join thank you So the join button, guys, if you guys want to join, uh, it's now February, so we're going to start doing our special content, guys, for the members here. If you guys want to join, guys, if you're on an Android, you can just click on the join button right next to the subscribe button. If you're on an iPhone, you have to go either through your browser on your iPhone or you have to go on a computer to join that way. So me and King are about to start doing our special content here. It's now February, so we're giving you guys a heads up. Almost made this one of them, but we decided to... Let it for everybody tonight, man. Since everybody snowed in, iced in, or whatever. So,
1: hey, everybody hey, a chance
2: hey. to kind of watch it. So, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. We're,
1: we're not it's sunny
2: over there in TGK's yeah. the world. So yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it really is. You're right. <laughs> so, but yeah, man. Uh, with all that being said, man. Listen, guys. We'd like to thank our guests. We got TGK. We got Andy. We got the 7-7 seven, seven Spaces uh, guys on with us, man. We got Jose and Rolo. We appreciate y'all guys hopping on. Finally got y'all on. We appreciate y'all, man. This is We Talk Mavs here on the Glow Mavs YouTube channel. We should be back tomorrow. We don't even know if Dow's playing tomorrow. So Mm we're going to have to see. Uh, Right now, there's a rumor that they might not be able to play tomorrow because of the the weather conditions and stuff. Because I think Detroit is still here right now, too. They haven't even left yet. Yeah, Yeah, they're
3: still stranded. Yeah, Yeah, they're still here. So they're not going to even play. They're supposed
2: to play today, I think, and they couldn't play. So Mm -hmm. they're still here. But yeah, yeah, hopefully, guys, hit that notification bell. Y'all know when we pop on. So with all that being said, guys. As we talk Mavs, we we are out. Appreciate y'all rocking with us. See you guys. Go Mavs. Go yeah. Mavs. Yes, sir.